Don't baby. Yo, you know what time it is, man. Look, real deal with a kill podcast. When you back, Rudy's in the building. Hey, MC Maze is in the building. Yo, yo, yo. What's this? We we live. We live like a mug, man. We Let's live. go. Mondays in the building. And look, subscribe. iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, all that. Is this promo? That's how I intro. That's just <laughs> Oh, we're really starting right now. We really started last week. Oh, start it's, over, nigga. I'm basically as a podcast. Like, I'm just keep going. Yeah, I yeah. Eat. Well, no, nah, nigga, I'm, I'm not giving my full. He <laughs> <laughs> want the full yeah, intro. Yeah, shit, I ain't know who was doing this for think real. About for real. The, think about it. The intro not going to go on video. I'm going to cut this shit out. The audio is going to be on there. That's it. Oh, okay. We'll see. Yeah, no, that's still okay. Good. Oh, yeah, okay. Man, I'm over here thinking we. I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. Though. I really don't care for intros when it comes to podcasts no more because podcast you just go straight through and without Man. even because it, it to me it just kills momentum. We in 2020. Who, who want to hear? Hey guys, my name is the Kill One. And I got the real to kill. I podcast. mean, we just, it just brings some kind of organization. That's all. I mean, that's all it is. But at the same time, you know, we just gonna keep it rolling and uh keep it going. Um, but we got a lot to talk about. And I think the first thing I want to talk about, uh, even though it happened a week ago, was the uh, Roy Jones-Mike Tyson fight. The, I mean, everybody talked about the Nate Robinson Boy, BS. boy, boy. You know nah, nah it ain't no BS. Yeah, it ain't. We're going to skip past that, though. We're going to skip past it, but I, I want to talk about my favorite fighter ever. Because um, us millennials and the Gen Zs, millennials, most of us seen the back end of, of Mike Tyson's career. But the Gen Z's never seen a live Mike Tyson fight ever. The Gen so, what? Gen Z. What is that? Basically, people that were born from like 1996 and below. So oh, yeah, 90, I wouldn't know. 1996, 1997, below that. I mm. feel old. So, for me, a lot of people ain't going to remember Mike Tyson. Like, a, lot, a lot of us are going to be like, my first fight was Lennox Lewis when he fought him. But for me, I was five. I remember my people burn people over to watch Francois Botha fight Mike Tyson, and he knocked him out in the fifth round. You know what I'm saying? And people, for me, I'm going to let y'all get, I want to see y'all perspective too on this, uh, on the fight, as well as Nate Robinson's. But for me personally, I think Mike Tyson, the way he looked, and just remembering the way he ended his career, he looked better now than when he did 15 years ago in 05 when he had his last fight. You a you damn liar. I'm going to tell you something. I'm gonna I ain't going to lie. I ain't go back and watch his last fight, but I guarantee you the way he looked in that fight was he not like the Mike Tyson I remember. So, yeah. Mike, so. That boy looked like he ready to go sleep. Like, now, so think about this. Think about, so, At 50, he looked good. Don't get me wrong. So but he wasn't like in, in, in top. So, this he wasn't like he could go in there and box goddamn anybody. Yeah. So, this is what I'm going to say. So, everybody look at boxing different. So, for me, I look at boxing because I've been around it for seeing the fighters I've been watching, you know. These last few years with Austin and D. Price and Marquise Taylor and, all, and Ralph and all these other people. And I'm seeing how these guys train and work out. So I'm looking at a guy 54 years old in Mike Tyson. Obviously, he's not in his prime. Obviously, he's not the guy that we were scared of in the 80s. So when I'm looking at 54-year-old Mike Tyson. I'm looking at the way he's moving. I'm looking at the way, of course, he's not going to knock out Roy Jones because people are sleeping on how great Roy Jones was in his prime. Yeah, okay, can we pause on that? Alone, cause I hated the way that they tried to make Roy Jones seem like he was a scrub or some shit. Like oh that. hell no! Yeah. Nah, it, it, it like not true or anybody like yeah. that. But social media wouldn't understand. And like Roy Jones was pound for pound the best fighter for. Yeah, he had a good little run. I had to think like, 
Like, damn, Roy was, he like, was, looking back, like, Roy was, you know what I'm saying, cold like this. Roy was, and, and with ease, too. Like, what's what's crazy to me about the fight, the Tyson fight, was his whole promo rollout, like, when he was getting his footage, like, from uh, in the gym training and sparring. I'm like, dog, this boy Mike is, his training videos and his promo setups before the fight to set the fight up. Like, if you go to his page and you seen all the, I said, bro, this boy Mike still got it. Mm-hmm. That's when I said he still got it. But what I saw in the ring yeah, he looked good for his age. He's still moving. But his his promo videos he was doing on social media was better than the performance that he put up in the fight. Well, not well. I would, okay, I'm sorry. Cause you, uh, well, no, no, to me. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, I'm agreeing with you, but I think it was more of a mental thing for him. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it right now, and if you look at all of his podcasts and stuff like that, him mentally right now is on a whole nother level than he was back then. Right. So watching him fight, I don't think he was coming with the same aggression that he had back then because I think he's at peace mentally. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I can't tell with that no, shit, no, no, bro. Look, look, we can do whatever. Like, if I got some, first of all, the camera's going to be yeah. on you when you're talking anyway, so I can do this more. Yeah, it's, it's, it's and, it, right and it's a it's podcast, so we, we here to talk shit. Been recording. We say we're recording. Yeah, it was like, yeah, you can start it when that's you that Yeah, we said we can. That's why. No, bro, you just literally just said. This like a podcast that's like, like we just kicking the shit, basically. <laughs> we nah, just We cool. just kicking the shit. Nah, it's cool. But really, I'm just saying, like, mentally, I think it was, for Mike, it was more of a mental thing. I think for him, he got over the hump of something that he had going on mentally that he had to get over by doing this fight. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? I can see that. you listen to all his podcasts and stuff like that, he's talking about the old him. Things that nature. He hasn't boxed in a long time. If you notice, the whole time he was saying the, the people are happy. The people are happy. The fans are happy. All that shit count in his mind. He's yeah. not thinking like, that's why he said it was a draw. We know who the fuck won. Yeah, Mike won. Mike won. But it wasn't about that. It, I don't think it, he it was like the versus, the, the boxing versus. Exactly. Almost. It was like the versus exactly. boxing. Like It was for the people. That yeah, shit was supposed was to happen 10, 20 years ago. Bro, I like with, that. With Mike. Ever since Custom Model died and Don King got in his life, Mike was never the same. Mm-hmm. The Don because, King is a crazy motherfucker. Yeah, so that killed that killed his career. Like I said, with Roy Jones, prime Roy Jones is arguably it's pound for pound. Take career wise, career Roy Jones pound for pound is better fight than Mike Tyson. Pound for pound, people don't understand that definition, but pound for pound. But of course, Mike was more dominant. First round knockouts here and there, but. Roy Jones, his prime, he was a fighter of the decade in the 90s. So people slept on it. People didn't, that's what I'm saying. Our generation didn't understand Roy Jones. They didn't watch him fight. They just saw, because the aura, the icon of Mike Tyson, the iconic name is like Mike. Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So everybody looked at him. He going to kill him in the first round. But no, Roy Jones is a professional. Also, Roy Jones ain't really been in the light, in the headlines, in the mm-hmm. media. You yeah. ain't seen him like that. Like, think about it. Mike was, has been in the Hangover movies. Mike been doing movies, shows. Like, Mike has been in the public eye more than Roy Jones. Yeah. So, that's, he was already on top. Kind of like never like never not being relevant. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't seen Roy Jones do nothing. And, Man, look, I ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mike, Mike is more socially out there. And you see him more. Yeah. You see him on talk shows. You see him on, like, so. I mean, he's just, more of a cultural icon. Right. Hands yeah. down. But we can't forget that Roy Jones made everybody. Okay. Y'all must have forgot. forgot. I must've I said, said that boy come out to I, I must have forgot. It's over. I said, oh Mike, we're gonna go night night. Y'all must have forgot. Hey, nice <laughs> for you. And the thing oh, is too, man. I talked to some people too, and people was like, 
man, the fight was boring. People, and people just dog. Nah, but that, those, those are not boxing fans. Those yeah, they're they they looking for they don't some boxing. Yeah, that, them, 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 them new age mm-hmm. Mayweathers and Garcias and and Javante Davis's, yeah. Earl Spence's, and Deontay Wilder. That, that's that that culture of boxing. But like right. real boxing fans, I was actually having to see my. I'm like, bro, this is Mike Tyson. Yeah, I was having to see. <laughs> I was. I ain't gonna lie to you. I love Mike Tyson. I was more excited to see Roy Jones. Because I never really got to watch. Really? No, I never. I didn't. I ain't gonna lie. To you, I didn't get in, interested in boxing until my homeboy Nemo. You know Nemo. Yeah, yeah. Because Nemo, to shout out Nemo. Nemo got boxes and stuff like that. His uncle managed Shakur Stevenson, huh? Shakur Stevenson yeah. and Roy Jones. So That's like, crazy. I didn't get interested in them until like that, and then I yeah. I got intro, introduced to that, and then it became a hobby. Like to watch it. Yeah. So I didn't get to see that then, mm-hmm. but I got to yeah. see that then. But you see Mike Tyson every fucking way. You know who Mike Tyson is. Yeah. Like I knew what he was gonna do. That's so, why. I was, that's why I was so great to see them two fight. And the thing was, when people said it was funny, it was two things. One, they seen the knockout. They seen the excitement of of Nate Robinson because of social media when he got knocked out. And first of all, he shouldn't have been in the ring in the first place. That's a that's another story. But secondly, <laughs> people were so hyped up. Now, we, oh. we have to talk we about, gonna talk about right. that, right. Right. But people I'm going to make one last. After you, I'm going to make one last. Yeah. So then people, I'm ready. People were so hyped up to see because all the videos of Michael of Mike Tyson training. Yeah. Him training that way he is, the way he is. That's great. And what I was going to say, too, is that a lot, of people, a lot of people that's listening didn't see George Foreman win the championship at 48, 49 years old in 1998. So when I, made the, when I, when I told some people, I said, dog. The way Mike Tyson looked now against Roy Jones, he looked better than when George Foreman won the heavyweight championship against Michael Moore in 98. And people was like, what? You crazy. He's younger than Mike Tyson, but it's not about that. He looked better. It don't matter. I'm going to tell you something that's dangerous. Old man strength. You let an old man <laughs> it's lights out. For real. And that's what, I made, that's what I told people, too. And I'm going to say this right here. The way Mike Tyson looked. Now, granted, he don't look he don't look like he's not young. He's not the Mike from old. Right, right, but right. I tell you what, if he gets in the ring, I'm not gonna say Fury. I'm not gonna say Joshua. But if I had to name one to three, if he got in that ring with Deontay Wilder, now he's younger than Mike Tyson. He's tall. He got the more reach. But if Mike lands they one, even, but they're not in the same weight. He wouldn't do it. No, they heavyweights. They both heavyweight. Mike oh, heavyweight. Mike, Mike two twenty. He's talking about Mike. Deontay Wilder. Yo, oh, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Yeah, yeah. So if he get if he lands I'm not saying what happened, but if he lands one punch to a guy, people think it's unrealistic. Might even say he ain't gonna fight somebody that's for a championship. But I'm gonna tell you something right now. If he fights Deontay Wilder, do you know how much money that would be? He, look how much money they made from this Roy Jones fight. If I'm he not putting Wilder, no hell not. I you would watch it? I would watch it, but I wouldn't want to see Mike in that predicament. But that's all I'm saying. <laughs> like He looks good. I don't give a what y'all say. Of course, yeah, but this nigga Deontay Wilder is a whole different monster right now. Yeah, yeah right now. Mike? He in his prime, yeah. Prime Mike? Prime Mike would have whooped that boy. Hey, look yeah. here. But if I don't you have to see pick that. between Fury, Joshua, or Wilder. After what I seen for Wilder against against Fury, he has no defense. He has no skill. He's yeah. He, he, just, not, he just he just knows how to how to 
He just got he's just a brawler. Like a brawler, yeah. yeah. So you could get a brawler could get we see brawlers in the club and shit all the time. True, but I don't want to see Mike in that situation because we all know off the rip, all it takes is one hit. That's it. That's true. But I'm not saying it would happen. I'm just saying the way he looked, I'll let Major go next. If the way he looked, he looked better than what Foreman did in '98 when he won his championship. When he was overweight, still selling George Foreman grills and all that shit. Mike Tyson looked good for his age. Times is different. Yeah. And I want to. We're going to still see some more Mike Tyson. This is not the last Tyson fight we're going to see. But it's it, great to see our generation. It's great to see the younger generation actually see Mike Tyson yeah. for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I, I could agree with that because yeah. they can see see him now and then go back and look at. They be like, why was this fight fight so big? And they can go back and see who Mike Tyson was, see all he accomplished, and like. So that was big. But what I was going to say is I'm ready to see. You see that boy, that boy Vander Holyfield call him out. For a third fight. That boy said, what y'all want to see? Mike Tyson and Vander Holyfield 3? People were watching. And he was, and then you go to, you, I went to Vander Page when I saw that. And boy, Vander training. Vander looking good for his age. I'm like, that's why I say like they make it look like they in shape and they cool. So like you get in the ring and it's like, all right. But now, I think that fight might break better headlines than because, yeah, because of the, the ear. The ear that situation the, too. And so it's yeah. like. And that's okay, what, let me ask y'all a question. That'll be more exciting to see than Roy Jones. Yeah, for sure. Okay, but let me let me ask y'all a question. Do you think the fact that there was no crowd out there that played a factor? I think that did. Because I feel like without the crowd, it kind of didn't give the effect that it deserved. Because like even when we were watching it, uh, I was like, damn, they sure have got that thing at the top close down yeah. to, to the ring and shit. Like, and I'm just thinking like all the aesthetics that they was doing. I'm like. This don't feel like a boxing fight, if that makes sense. It felt like, yeah, it was an exhibition, but at the same time, it didn't feel like it, is, it didn't feel like it was live. It had an energy. So basically, yeah. who gave the energy was Snoop Dogg, basically. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you something, dog. Imagine if there was a crowd there. Do you not know understand? But that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Do you, would you want to see an Amanda Holyfield and Mike Tyson fight? I want to see that with the crowd. No, I got to see that with the crowd. I think I think it was cool that they did this one like this, and then moving into next year, whenever they fight again, they should have a crowd. They should be able to like how everything opening up to like letting certain percentages in. That's what they need to do. Like you got football stadiums that can you know let them in. You got people can. Come watch UFC fights and stuff like you get you can get to a point to where you can have some kind of crowd there. Like they did that uh the, the, the tank fight in San Antonio. San Antonio. I think they should do it do it at MGM in Vegas, mm-hmm. make it big, Evander Tyson. That's the biggest fight I would want to see. Like him other than George Foreman. You know George Foreman, he hey, he okay. damn sure ain't. That I seen him on social media. My boy work at uh UT Physicians yeah. and George pulled up. I'm like, yeah, George ain't he done. He he done. He, ain't no way George finna get in shape. Cause he, <laughs> George out there just, he up there, hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? I said, yeah, George done. George, yeah. no, George, <laughs> he George done. is going to tell my cell. my phone. He done. The hell about y'all. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. George, I mean, that's what I'm saying. In 98 when he fought more for the title, you look at that fight. I want people to go look, go back and look at that fight. He was out of shape like a mug. And you look at the way he knocked out Moore. It was the slowest combination of you. Like, how did Moore fall? But it was that one hit. And he looked so slow. Look at, look, think about this. Look at everybody's last fight. I'm going to get to your point where you said earlier about Tyson, how he looked 15 years ago. Dog, he quit his last, he quit in the middle of the fight. Yeah, I remember that. And so he thought he was overweight. He was like 80 pounds heavier than he is now. Tyson back then was like, no. I'm going to tell you why he's doing the things he's doing now. Like I said earlier about Don King and Custom Model, I feel like he has a lot 
that he want to show to his fans and his people because if you look at Mike now, the way he is versus how he was. Smoking big weed. You know what I'm saying? He got, he's investing in that. He said he smoked before the fight. <laughs> and he even said. <laughs> he looked like he was hot in the But he looked good. <laughs> but I'm going to say this, though. There's a lot of things I feel like he wish he could have done different. Just imagine if Mike Tyson never met Don King. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Think about how his career would have been. Because the way his career was going, we was about to see the greatest fighter ever. He was going to surpass Ali. But the reason was, you know, obviously Ali did stuff off the outside the ring. And look, hell, look at Ali's last fight against against Trevor Burbick. Mike Tyson said he cried. He wanted to kill Trevor Burbick, dog, because the way he was beating up on Ali. Ali last fight was in the eighties, early thing, nineteen eighty, mm-hmm. and he looked old. He it was just it wasn't even the same Muhammad Ali. Yeah. So Tyson has a lot. Feels like he has a lot to prove. He feel like he lost a lot of years. Due to Don King, due to losing custom model, due to going to jail. So that's what I'm saying. Like, man, this dude here can go 10, 15 fights in and still spar and have exhibition fights. You know what I mean? Because the way he's the way he's training, it was 2020, so technology and science is different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I I don't want to see no Mike Tyson. I don't know if Roy Jones or Roy Jones. Not I ain't gonna lie, I can't to be honest, I, me personally, I think it's good to see Mike doing his thing, but I don't want to see him in the ring. I want to see him doing more mentoring. I want to see him doing more, like, what he's doing. Yeah. As far as just from a media standpoint. The reason why is because, like, I just feel like that's, like, that's done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now it's time to appreciate his legacy and things of that nature. It's like, like he can go out there and go win another belt. In yeah. my opinion. He's not going to do that. He can't do that, but I don't want to see him, me personally, just me personally. I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say he can't. He don't want to, but I don't, I'm not going to say he can't. Are we seeing the same shit? I don't Think know. About I, I, I don't. I don't see. Don't don't see, see, both of y'all say he, he even. Hold up. Can he even fuck with one of the Kaliskos right now? I'm not trying to say. Man, no, look. listen, listen, bro. Okay. I don't want you to. I, I don't want you to look at how. Gee, the reason why people. Another reason why people say the fight was not good. If you notice in that fight, if you play this fight right now, look at the house. Roy Jones wasn't in shape. Roy Jones was not in shape, and he he was holding the whole time. <coughs> he and, wasn't trying to get. Now, hold on, but what I'm he's saying, doing at, an interview. But at a certain point, you can see in even at, during the fight, he was like, "Oh hell no, nah, I'm not going out like this." Yeah, like you know Roy, Roy like, Jones was looking real tired after the first tired round. At the, <laughs> the first round, and he was like, "Man, hold the fuck up!" Mike's going. It's funny because gradually each round, you can see him in the. Corner, you can see him like, just start getting tired and tired of that. <laughs> Fuck this, but it, 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 I think in the third round he was like, I could tell he got a little bit more energy. Like oh, I'm not going out like this. You know what I'm saying? That's not a good look for neither one of them. Because even Tyson was tired than the motherfucker. Yeah, that's why I said they didn't. They yeah, didn't really. Tyson was in that bitch huffing and puffing just like his ass was. I, I honestly want to see Evander and Tyson if it's gonna happen. But after that, and I don't want to see no more Tyson. Tyson yeah, bro, he should don't. Yeah, you can't make a comeback and like the time has passed, like it's a new generation. Like it's cool, but like if you do Evander Holyfield after that, that's it, bro. That's it. Need, we don't we don't need a goddamn uh retirement home boxing league. Yeah, like Oh, hey, busy B, come back. That's like that's like that's like how many times you, how many times you want to see Mayweather and uh uh and uh, uh Pacquiao. Pacquiao. Like, you know, we don't want to keep seeing that. He's still fighting, he's still one Yeah, fight. it's like but after a certain time you cut it off, bro. Stop. It ain't no reason for it no more. Especially nigga, you've been doing it for twenty five years. 
What else you got to prove? You done had every bit. I'm gonna tell you why he's doing it for the humanitarian. If he's doing it for the love of it, okay, cool, do your thing. But at the same time, bro, let's let us decide if we want to watch it. Yeah, not man, y'all watch another Mike. No, it's like okay, it's just like Jordan come coming back with the Wizards. Like that was unnecessary. Didn't know. No one asked for Jordan to come back, That's bro. That's different, though. He came yeah. back for the pro. He could have won a title. He was in the NBA. Huh? No, he, no, I'm saying he was in the NBA. He's doing it for that reason. Mike Tyson's not coming out for a title. Okay, what, what are your what, what's the, okay, that's Charity. Not, okay, let me ask you a question. What's the reason for you to do everything that you do? You're doing it for a some kind of goal, right? Whatever's the, the best of the best, that's what you're trying to be. What is Tyson doing it for? He's just doing it for the people. Okay, cool. Do what you want to do for the people. But after that, let's stop. So I'm going to ask you a question. Let's say he did knock out Roy Jones. What y'all say then? Now you're going to be like, Ooh. That's a whole different story. But I think to me it's more impressive. That, that didn't went, happen. I'm going to tell, tell you another thing. I think people was like, man, after the fourth round, Tyson's going to get tired. He went all eight and still Okay, just because you go all eight, does that – Nigga, if I would go run a triathlon, does that mean I need to go rent, run a goddamn uh, – Do I need to – Try out for the Olympics or some shit like that. Right. Like, no. That just mean I did that shit. I'm proud of myself. Hooray. Keep right. pushing. My so, mission at this point is to raise. I just I want to see him doing more of what he's doing right now. Mentoring people. Bringing peace to the world. The, all that good shit. I don't want to see. But you will still watch a Mike Tyson fight at the end of the day. I'll watch an Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson fight. Last quick before we go to Nate Robinson. If Mike Tyson fought a young up-and-coming heavyweight. He not dang in big and nothing, but he's young and up-and-coming. Would y'all, what, what you think will happen? I would not want to watch this. Yes, you would. It's Mike. You want to watch Mike Tyson? <laughs> no, Mike I'm going to watch it, but it's like, why? But Mike Tyson, dog, I'm going to tell you what Mike Tyson did. A lot, a lot of us don't, a lot of people It's like a car wreck. Motherfuckers watch a car wreck when they drive past it, but you don't want that shit to happen to people. It just happens. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see Mike Tyson fighting no fucking Deontay Wilder. Why? I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm just saying like young, young up-and-coming dude. No. 5-0, two knockouts. No. You'll watch it. What if he knock out Mike Tyson, bro? I'm going to cry. Why would you even put yourself through that? Because Mike Tyson. I'm going to tell you what happened. Mike Tyson has a lot of advantages going against these young dudes. Starstruck. When you get in the ring with somebody, fear. I'm, I'm t- we just said it. It's nothing worse than old. It ain't no reach, bro. We not about to do this shit, bro. What? That's like the big three. You want a boxing big three now? Right. <laughs> like That's what real. it is. That's literally what a retired league. You want a boxing big three? Man, but what? Don't nobody watch a big three like that. But right. but real quick, lightly, because this. I mean, it's funny. I mean, I don't know how much time we spent on this Tyson shit, but man, oh, Nate like, Robinson, bro. I died my ass off laughing, bro. It wasn't funny. It was now we was watching the fight, and it was funny to see him watch him because he was like, "Dog, what are you doing in the first place, now? Like, but <laughs> like, dog, Snoop ain't making no better. And yeah, he ain't making oh. no better. And then I'm like, after that, you saw all the social media memes, and oh that's when it hit. Like, you saw all the memes. That's when it got. No, I'm talking about real tears, <laughs> laughing at all the memes coming from Nate Robinson's knockout. Bro, he got so bad. I oh my Dirt. god! I called Dirtle. I didn't say a word. We both just busted. <laughs> I was like, bro, what the fuck? First of all, you he ain't even try, dog. Like, he ain't even try. 
This nigga here, dog, he uh. made all of Black America look bad. That was that was that for Black people in general. <laughs> that was racism type times ten because <laughs> this nigga knocked you out. Like, and we not talking about a regular knockout. We talking about hate. <laughs> We that talking about a bus. Like three minutes. He fell on his face. No, nah, I'm la- I'm thinking about it all over again, dog. That this shit nigga was doing memes and shit. Oh my I'm god. Like, god. Then Jake Paul had on his boy jersey. No. Oh, that was that that was Jake Paul called out uh Conor McGregor. Okay. He dead serious. Nah. No, he dead serious. He did it's all money though. Yeah, he called he called out Conor McGregor. He called him out for real. We, we no, we have to go get a nigga to get our payback. <laughs> this is not right. We took two bad L's. We forgot about Wilder taking that L to Fury. Nah, but see, that's I mean, I get what that was. No, but that was. I mean, but it was. No, but when you bad. see like the, when you had them rematches, it's like okay, he he the way he lost the first time. Okay, come back nice. It's almost like no, money game. It's like time, see, I win this time, you win this time. Said, Let everybody see us the third time type shit. And I was but he didn't look. But you see the first one. He didn't even look the same when he lost as the first time. Like the first fight, he was. That's why I'm like. To me, nah, it's all man. a game and it's all money. Because I'm like, bro, he was intent. He was he was killing in the first fight. Second fight, I'm like, bro, what is you doing? Like you ain't even fighting nah, the same I, way I, he did I, in the first I, time. I can't even lie to you. That first fight, he lost it. Who? The, uh, Wilder. Well, he knocked out Fury. That's why he made it a draw. Yeah, they made it a draw. That, but the, the second fight, bro. But he just didn't even look the same. Like he didn't even. I'm right, like, bro, no, you no, looking no, no, sloppy, bro. No. Like, you ain't even fighting I mean, the same way you did. did. He did too much with the goddamn costume. That costume the looked heavier than the motherfucker. Like, yeah, like 50 pounds. Yeah. You walking to the... And he was walking slow than the bitch. <laughs> he was walking. I went to the kitchen, got a drink, came back, you still have one. You know what I'm saying? And I was watching the fight with some older ladies in, like, they 60s, 50s, and they were so hurt. It was like, oh, they, they, grew, they was in the Ali era. Yeah, they like, oh, shit. Damn, Ali never lost enough. Bro, lost a Fury. What's the fuck was Nate Robinson thinking, bro? Nah, like, if this bad, is not, bro. I know what he was thinking. He was thinking, oh, this is a punk-ass white boy. Yo, Y'all tripping, these white boys got some hands. And to be honest, I didn't even know who Jake Paul was. I ain't gonna lie. I did, but I didn't. I just know he was I thought he was like a UFC fighter or something. Like, he he, he, oh, he, he used to fight. And, he's a straight-up vlogger from YouTube. Yeah. Also, like, he not even, he wasn't even trained well, to, he, like. Well, now so, he is. So, so he got, like, so he had two of the fights before. Like, against some other YouTubers, too. So. Oh, okay. He used to, but that's what I'm saying. He done this before. Yeah. And exactly. I think he, he, he regularly trained. Train. Yeah, just part of his workout so regimen. I think what happened was Nate Robinson started life. boxing as well, but he don't have as much experience. And he took this nigga light because he's a white boy. Not yeah. knowing these white boys, they got a little power behind them too. They I don't even think it was that. It was just Nate just didn't even know what the fuck he was no, doing. No, if you look at how this nigga got knocked out, <laughs> like Nate was like, I seen that nigga face go. Nate was like, I'm like, you know what are you doing? <laughs> oh, how the jog get to wiggling? You know what I mean? <laughs> doing the Harlem Shake on that. <laughs> This boy. <laughs> nigga legs got the. <laughs> <laughs> and then made it worse. Yeah. He didn't stumble. That nigga just failed. Yeah, he didn't even. Like, he didn't even try to fight. He went. No, it made it worse because Snoop 
Oh my God, Snoop got to get a contract, bro. What did he like, say? See, I was watching it at the sports bar, so I couldn't hear oh, the fight. Oh, I mean, they had the sound playing, but I didn't. I couldn't really hear see, it. And that's the thing. That's why I didn't want. I didn't want anybody to go out to. I wanted everybody to watch the house, bro, because I didn't yeah, think they was gonna have yeah. Snoop and all the performance. No. I didn't think they was gonna have all that. I didn't even know. Man, <laughs> when he was, when he first knocked him out the first time, it was like, oh my God, have mercy, Jesus. He was he was singing the <laughs> and then the second time it was like good night Irene man we, we watched <laughs> nah we watched it at the house on the because uh, I was the, well, I ain't gonna nah, tell you how I, I did gotta, I gotta I get. might go to jail for this shit uh, but, I watched it man we were watching the shit and uh, the whole house is like whoa wow. We're gonna have to take we're gonna have to take Meta World Peace. Ron Artest versus somebody. <laughs> I can see Yes, sir. Yeah, I can see Ron. We're gonna have to yeah, we're gonna have to take Ron Artest either, either and somebody. Ron Artest, Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson. Trail Spree Will. Oh my god. I want to see Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace or somebody. <laughs> No, I want to see Zach Randolph on the day. <laughs> That'd be a good ass thing right there. Because a lot of people take boxing lightly, dog, and I and it's it's almost a disrespect. Yeah, no, nah, they don't bro. understand the skill in that shit. It ain't it ain't street boxing. Mm-hmm. Now, I used to see that shit all the time. Like a lot of dudes, I I used to see some people who used to be street boxing niggas fight real boxers because they think that they can right. like some Kimbo so, slice. You come towards me, he gonna sidestep and bang. And that's kind of what happened. With yeah, it's te- technique. That's, like, that's like that's like any sport. Like you do it for fun, but then it's different when you do it organized and it's a business and you do. It. That's any sport. So that's just that on that. Yeah, Nate Robinson, stay out the ring, please. Any, please. By anybody that does not have the skill set or the training to get into that ring, and I mean real training. I know, hey, I'm about to go to my homeboy Poo Poo. Backyard and he got a boxing uh, boxing bag, bag yeah. yeah like, nah. If you ain't been doing it for ten ten years already in twenty twenty, like you gotta have at least ten years in to even get in the ring. Stay out of there. Yeah. Real quick. This gonna hurt your heart, man. For my next topic. This gonna hurt your heart. Uh John Walter Rockets. Um sorry for Westbrook. I don't want to talk about it shortly because I don't want to talk about it too long. Because I don't really give a fuck about this topic, really. But since it happened, might as well talk about it. Because it's probably one of the dumbest trades ever this season. Probably the dumbest trade. No, it trade. ain't the dumbest trade. Well, you no, trade. Yeah, it ain't the dumbest. Well, it, the, the dumbest, we know, I mean, the, the dumbest trade for lie, lies in Houston. But, yeah, well, not not football, we need Hopkins. But basketball, you trade in contract for contract, really. You still got... Now you got a bad contract with John Wall. He ain't, we ain't seen him play in three years. So we bring him to Houston. And we only made that deal because we want to make James Harden happy. Think like, hey, James, I'm going to bring you John Wall. You don't play with Westbrook no more. So let's bring you John Wall, who ain't playing two and a half fucking years. 
and let's see what he can do. Oh, by the way, I'll bring you Boogie Cousins too. He ain't playing three years. He wants y'all seen Boogie Cousins play. Exactly. Y'all ain't seen him playing forever. So, everybody's like, oh, shit, John Wall's in the city. John Wall, this John Wall. I'm looking like, uh, yeah, 35 wins, 40. How many teams you better than? Are you better than Phoenix? Are you better than New Orleans? Are you even better than Minnesota? Are you better than Golden State? Uh, even without play. So I'm looking at two guys that just go out a lot. And by the way, I want to show you this video because John James Hall was out in Atlanta for Lil Baby's birthday. It was bad workouts and he didn't go. And it's a week till preseason. So uh, I didn't shake the flow. No, I don't want to talk about it too much. Yeah, I've seen it. I mean, I don't I don't dive too far deep into sports. But John Wall, like I said, we ain't seen him play. I don't, I don't know the last time I seen him play. DeMarcus Cousins, I ain't seen him have a, a breakout game in, in forever. Uh, and I think Jay, I think what the Rockets trying to do, this is just me looking outside. From the outside looking in, like, who know, like, a little bit of sports, who, like, but not super in-depth and all of this. It's like what the Rockets trying to do is make James happen and give James the lead and, like, what, like what we need to do to make you stay type shit. And it's like looking from the outside, it's like, okay, Rockets too, they playing catch up. It's too late to be trying to build a team right now. I get it, you're gonna forever be building the right team. But like the way the, the other teams in the league are right now, today, the Rockets is behind. So it's like now they trying to just throw anything that's trying to work. You know what I mean? Like they should have been built a team two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Then they then they even had a better team. But like now you you playing catch up to everybody else, because everybody else gelling. Like somebody said, like, I even seen I seen reports like Lakers finna repeat. Like, other teams is already clicking and gelling. Like, the, the the build that the Rockets trying to do right now should have happened two, three years ago. We had it. <laughs> <laughs> we had it. We had it with Chris Paul. All you That's what I'm saying. Run, like, it yeah. run it back. For real. It pisses me off when it comes to the Rockets because you're trying to make this one player happy that this clearly does not give two fucks. It's like dealing with – we all men, so, like, Y'all ever dealt with a woman and you just here, 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 and then you mm -hmm. finally realize like Man, this ain't what I want. Yeah. Not not <laughs> this ain't what I want, but shit ain't shit that I'm gonna do for her gonna satisfy her. Right. This is literally what is what's happening. The Rockets are trying to satisfy James Harden. Satisfy. I mean, satisfying James Harden is never going to happen. Me personally, I'm at the point when it comes to James Harden, trade his ass. Trade his, trade his ass, but this the thing, and this is the, this is what the one problem that I had with the Russell Westbrook trade. You didn't get clear-cut value for Russell Westbrook. Like, if that was the case, I would have kept him. Keep him, get rid of James Harden. You can get way more for James Harden. At least with Russell Westbrook, you have an all-star at your disposal, mm -hmm. point-blank period. That's all you needed. You can build off. I can build with Russell Westbrook more than I can build with. So you saying get rid of James, let Russ take the man in the city, be the top dog in the city. Yeah, because you and let let it be Russ team. I don't think Russ has that leadership in him to run a team yes, like he does. He, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm I think Russ always played. He was number two to KD. He was. I feel like Russ don't have that 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 number one leadership like James Harden on the court presence. No, no, no. Like, but I think James Harden doesn't have any leadership. He he's not a leader. Point blank. Period. We see it. We all see it. When it comes to crunch time... Chris Paul was more of a leader. leader yeah, that's like, why he you know was yeah. That's why they went to the conference final and had a 3-2 lead. Yeah. Oh, Jerry Hong got tired. They blew a 3-2 It's not even tired. You just not giving a fuck. Yeah. You ain't got no nut bag. Not when you have all those 30-point games. 
Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Look what Chris Paul is doing in the mix. What like, you think Chris Paul is doing in the mix? First of all, he's about to. He wouldn't give Chris Paul the chances to develop him into being into that leader. One thing yeah. James Harden never had. He never had an older spokesman, whoever, whatever you yeah, fuck you want right. to call it, to teach him how to be a leader. Every you can't. Everybody has one thing. I've always learned is everybody has to grow in spurts, right? Mm-hmm. No one just comes out a leader. You got to learn this shit, point blank, period. When it comes to being a man, anything, right. you have to learn these things. But you have to be teachable. If you're not teachable, what the fuck are we doing? What do you think about LeBron James' his first seven years at Cleveland? Yeah, he's a great player. Yes, LeBron was great his first seven years. But he didn't start winning and start being a leader until who he met in D-Wade. Miami? d Exactly. Yeah. And who was his ownership? What's his name? Pat Riley. Exactly. But at the same time, the same D-Wade thing. allowed... Shaq to school him. Exactly. Shaq came in and said, no, this is how you do this. This is exactly. what you do, young fella. This is what you do. Chris Paul tried to do that for James Harden. James Harden like, man, fuck you. I'm at uh, the address. It's up. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Like, for real. The nigga, what you going to do? You going to drop 30 or what? You can't have that mindset if you're trying to win a championship. That's why even, like, I had to put thought. We, we always talked about that next trade. And now it's making A so much so more sense to me. And the reason why it's making more sense to me is because you don't have anyone over there with a championship pedigree. So, yeah, take your ass over there. Exactly. And I, it ain't going to work. And this is why I said to y'all earlier before, because you're putting a lot of pressure on Steven Silas now, mm-hmm. who's a young African-American coach. And we have to, I, he's going to be a good coach. But the re, but we kept James Harden, and now Harden is gonna put a lot of pressure on him. You really think James Harden gonna change his style of game man, with the ISO ball? Man, but I, but you know what? One thing I'm seeing about Stephen Silas, he got a nutbag. Stephen Silas gonna say, "Hey, you sit your ass down." Yeah, because he even said like, "Yeah, he not he not at workouts now, but he gonna he gonna he gonna for sure come though." But if he don't come, watch him. Hey, hey, hey front front office. Down. Hey, sit he down. gotta go. Get, get I'm, I'm like I said. So you think the Rockets' key is Steven Silas first from the head? You got you have. I'm okay. No, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. Now that we got Steven Silas, you think that's gonna make a bigger difference than the trade with James Harden, whether it happened or not? We starting with the coach. And, and, and I'm gonna tell you why. And he, we talked about this the other day. We've not had a system in so fucking. Long. Right. Our system has always been pick up ball. <laughs> give James Harden the ball. Everybody get the fuck out the way. If you notice, every time we that's why it's yeah Kobe we, we don't run we don't run plays we don't run no. plays. Hey, <laughs> we ain't got no trying uh, offense. You play two K. That's, that's it. Hey, you play street let ball. Just, <laughs> let this nigga uh, dribble the ball a thou for thir- uh, twenty seconds, yeah. and if, if he, he dish, can't get nothing, dish, dish it off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let him get the double team. Dish it off. That's why. That's, I hated the Capella trade. I really did hate the Capella trade because that was another way that you could score. You, you could have kept score him. score all day with him carrying the ball the whole entire time. So, Steven Silas is important just because at this point with, our, with the organization, we have to have some kind of system. If we don't have a system, it's not going to work. It's, we can't win off of one player. Even with LeBron. LeBron is fucking amazing. But he has a system to everything that he does. Exactly. Point blank period. We have to get rid of this nigga. Because if we're not, we're going to keep being at uh, number two in the Western Conference. Yeah. I mean, number, number two, two not number now. three. Especially not yeah, right not, now. Because everybody booting up. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. And that's the same thing I'm saying. Like, it's like, we we too late now. We're going to be behind. Now, I'm going to ask y'all. We probably going to jail for another two seasons. And y'all just tell me, who's the better team? I want all three of y'all to tell me. I'm going to just go down the list. I'm gonna go, I know it could be some obvious ones, but I'm going to just go down. 
Alright, after this, I'm gonna talk about John Wall. Alright. Lakers or Rockets? Right now. Lakers. Lakers. Uh, and they got better. They got better. Wait, they, got, they got Dennis Schroeder, Wesley Matthews. Montrez, hey, come on. That's repeat. LeBron That's what I said. They, they going back. <laughs> Different Nuggets or the Houston Rockets? Denver. Denver. Portland Trailblazers or the Houston Rockets? Oh, Portland. Golden State, well, even without Clay Thompson. Nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. Nah, Golden State, Golden State was trash. I'm still going yeah. with the Rockets. I might, we, we, uh, against Golden State, I'm going with the right. The yeah. only reason why it should is a talent situation. Talent Yo, now. Now, it should be, but the system that Steve Kerr have. Now, okay, I can understand, but you don't have Clay Thompson. You don't. Like, I'm going to tell you it depends. I ain't trying to get too much of sports right now, but it depends on what Kelly Oubre do. If he come out and ball with 20 a game, then now we talking. So we got those four teams. Um, Clippers. Clippers for sure. Yeah, Clippers. That's 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 four out of five. I don't know. Hold on. What's on? Who who's on the Clippers now? Paul George and Kawhi. That's all you gotta say. Yeah, and Paul George, Kawhi, Pat Beverly. Mm. But we've seen it to enough where Houston. Oh, I don't. I do. Okay. The only reason why I say this. But the Clippers look good. Was, Clippers look good. Yeah, I can understand because okay. And, one and Jimmy Butler. The one thing I don't want to say. I don't want to say. Man, look. The Rockets aren't gonna be scrubs. They're not going to be screws. I'm not saying that at all. The, the way that we're going to be – it's not even about the regular season. It's the playoffs. Yo. We all play for the playoffs. The playoffs, we don't have – we haven't had a system to where we can make adjustments and things of that nature in so long. Yo. So, the Clippers in the playoffs, hell yeah. Regular season, if we're talking about just team against team matchup, I don't know. I think they're about even. Yeah. Because they don't have a system. We call regular season. Yeah, Playoff yeah. time. We nah. fumble like a month. Because Paul George yeah. is still a question mark to me, to be honest with you. Yo. Yeah. yeah. So, that's okay. it. Yeah. It's Phoenix it's or Houston? Booker, Chris Paul. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to take Phoenix. I'm going with Phoenix. I'm going to take Phoenix. Yo, Chris Paul is going to make DeAndre Aiden an all-star, and he's going to make Devin Booker an MVP mm. candidate. That's what's going to happen. I'm telling you. He took OKC to seven games against Houston. Dog, if it wasn't for uh the if it wasn't for the inexperience that OKC had, they would have beat Houston in six. I yeah. guarantee you. But that's how Houston operate. Lolly gay. Oh, I'm, I'm James Harden. I can do this. I'm gonna just ice through the play ball. small ball. Don't play small ball. Accountability, dog. He's not. A, he don't take count. And Chris Paul gave that. Kevin and he and he looked. Kevin McHale gave the same thing to James Harden. What happened to, James, what happened to Kevin McHale? No, I, no. Kevin McHale started this shit. I really blame all this shit on Kevin McHale. I don't think so. Man, Kevin McHale let that man do what the fuck he wanted to. There are more he did. Kevin McHale, James Harden got mad at Kevin McHale because he was like, You know what? I would take that fucking trade now. Now that I'm thinking about it. I told you. I would take that trade. Give me Ben Simmons. (laughs) Give me Ben Simmons. I told you. I was like, dog, get rid of Harden. I said this is summertime. I can see Ben Simmons down here. I can see it. Ben Simmons. But now you can't do it now. You got John Wall. That's, yeah. That was they, they, David. It was desperate. That was, they did that for uh, for J- James Harden to make him happy. Now he got a now he got a turn up buddy now. So you would go. You would go before we get off this because I know y'all sports head. I'm gonna throw a lineup. You would go Harden, Wall, Gordon, Tucker. You, you would go. Uh, 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 oh, yeah, like who 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 has got? Because cause off the bench, off the bench, you would have I would have I, I would have Daniel House coming off the bench, Gordon coming off the bench. Um, so I would go Harden, Harden, Wall, Tucker, um, Christian Wood, Wood, and. They ain't got no dip. That's the thing. That's you what I'm saying. And because the only thing coming off the bench, you gonna have, you, you put Daniel House coming off the bench, you put Not EG EG coming off the bench. You gotta start. How? Think about it. 
So what, what, what would the lineup be? So the top the starting be, five. When I look, when I seen a roster that they got right now, it's Harden at the one. I mean, uh, Wall at the one, Harden at the two, Gordon, Tucker, and Wood. No. Because that's what. That's that's not, that's what I'm saying. They and EJ EJ and House coming no. off the bench. Man, you got it. Wall. Shit, if anything, Wall, Harden, PJ, put Christian Woods at the four and put uh, D Cousins at the five. You can't go back to that small ball shit. Oh yeah, yeah, we do got cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep cousins. Yeah, you got to put cousins in there. Yeah, you can't go back to it. But but do we know the health of cousins right now? Man, at this point, you don't have no choice. Yeah, you gotta just throw them in there. Dog, they got, they're not winning more than forty five games. I wouldn't be some bro. Dog, not this, not the first year. No, I'm the team the first year, I've no. already made up in my mind that we're not making the playoffs. Just keeping it real. They're not better than the Pelicans. That's why I said it's gonna take it's gonna take about two seasons Ooh. to even gel and, and click, we, bro. And I'm gonna tell you something before we get off. Do you think Hong gonna be here in two years? No, I can't. No. Nah. I, I honestly feel like any day now. To be honest, he's gone by trade dealing. I put my yeah, money. And I'm sure Raffi, oh, yeah. Unless he get a super max. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he get a super max. Uh, first of all, I didn't understand the John Wall trade. A, because you didn't get nothing for him, basically. I mean, you got a first you got, round You got him because it in, a, in, a, in one first round pick. And it's protected. Ooh. It's lottery protected. And it's 2023. What's the point? Like, what was the yeah. point of this? So you shit? don't. So let's you say. You for something. We not. He not in. We ain't, we ain't got time to see the the, the long the long haul the bigger picture team like oh we about to be the team in twenty twenty three like no we need something to happen now. So that means if Wall you can't be setting up the team for twenty twenty three like we need something to jump now. So that means if Wall gets hurt in Houston, his contract through twenty twenty three is done like it's over like it don't even nobody's gonna pick him up no more. Man, I'm I'm already I'm okay. my, me mentally as far as when it comes to the Rockets I'm in rebuild mode like this is what I think she is. Oh, okay, yeah, she come up. She come up. Yeah. Okay. Yo, she, so, we, we, we in rebuild mode, in my, my opinion. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, Fuck the Rockets right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, nah, I gotta say that shit because this shit doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, these motherfuckers, like, you have to have people who know basketball to run organizations. That's just like the music. You can't have business people running music. Right. Yeah, business because you got to make money, but you have to know. At least have somebody on the board. Exactly. Like, at least have somebody on the squad in the front office that knows that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. man, I'm a Rockets fan, but right now, like shit, I'm, I'm not expecting shit at all. I don't even think we're gonna do shit. They gonna be cold to the bitch on 2K though. <laughs> <laughs> Will? <laughs> and, that's, and that's how I get a drink. You get the camera roll. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a uh, pull me a drink real fast. I wanna talk about this nightlife real fast. Can you pass me that? Yeah, let's jump on this nightlife. So I, I, I'm it's, doing, it's, it's halftime right here, man. It's the real deal with the Kill Podcast. Yeah, we kicking. We kicking the shit. So I'm like, I've been thinking about that for a little minute because. What's wrong with that one? That was just frozen? It was just frozen. That's all. So I got yo yo. You got some more nigga, you? Nah. Well, oh, this nigga done killed the hole. This nigga done. Right yeah, 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 right there. That's, that's a good one. Sure. Yeah, this boy done killed the hole. Well, then he ain't even then he ain't even be like Monday, he ain't even be like, hey, he's like I was waiting to see if he was gonna stop, and I'm like I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> he about to post some more in this shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like, he about to post some more I'm in sorry, this shit. I'm sorry. I, 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 I just wanted to get my stuff just, just right, though. He ain't got no ice. I don't have ice either. Oh, you want something? You want something? Uh, you got a cut? Let me see. 
Hey, you know it's still rolling, Ruby. Oh, we oh. Yeah, y'all still on. I just, I just got up and got oh, shit. in the tree. Oh, yeah, we still, yeah, we just, yeah, we just, just bullshit. Adios, bro. Oh, shit. He gonna cut all this out anyway. Yeah, I'm cutting all that out, but it's still rolling. Oh, so it don't matter then? How you doing, Ruby? Athena. 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 I'm MC Major. Nice to meet you, Athena. Nice to meet you. I'm still talking while I'm uh, going downstairs. Man, stop this, bro. You said what? Just you stop might want to stop it. Yeah, like. Right. Right, stop it, bro. You're not working around with me. Oh, I don't need no ice. Don't need no ice. Okay. <laughs> Pull up. We drinking. Just talking. Talking shit. Yeah, it's just frozen, though. One sec. You're going to have to, like. So let it put it by that light in a thaw out quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you said by the light. Yeah, yeah once it. Uh, French fry lights. Yeah, thank you. Deep fries, um, you know. Yes, Rudy's probably killed all the tequila. Yeah, Rudy, that boy said, you ain't saving me. I got here, that boy said, we took. He made it in the text like we had bottles on deck. Talking about it's a tequila night, fellas. No, no. I get here. I get here. That's what saved me a, a shot. It's some what? You want some tequila? You want to add some of that? Just throw it in there. Okay. Yeah, throw it in there. Look, first of all, Rudy talking about it's Friday night. I knew it was halfway. So he was like, no, it wouldn't. Yeah, you put that back over so there. I told him, I said, yo, no. Y'all said put that back over there. Yeah, I was like, man. But you can't say this shit. It was not hell. No, you said it was hell. I said y'all not locked up. You were like, yeah, it's pretty little. Are we going? Are we going back to Tuesday? We going back to Tuesday next week? Well, I do some Tuesday. I got. Uh, I got right, let me know. I'll, I'll bring a bottle then. I go. I actually go to. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, it should be like bring a bottle. Start bringing a bottle every podcast. Oh, my shit killed because of Rudy now. Because bro, I haven't been drinking. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, okay, so, you mad at me, bro? No, no, no. I'm hey, buying a. What, what kind of shit is this? That's glorious. You get that from H E B. Oh, that. Uh, go to Total Wine. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I ain't never seen that. Alright, bro. Appreciate you. Because you killed the rest of it, so. Ow! I'm just saying. <laughs> You gotta welcome. You gotta welcome a newcomer in. A kid, set right, that up. Go. Introduce who she is. Alright, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Alright, next. Alright, Monday we gotta clap again. Now I'm just. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, you just hold it. Yeah, we just, we just hold it. So you just hold, just hold it close to you because mm -hmm. it's, it's a very popular mic with this straight. Is it going? Yeah, it's still going. I ain't pressing the conversation. I'm talking about her mic. Yeah, it's, it's on. Oh, yeah, it's on. So I want to I want to bring you on because I know you work for State uh, Representative Jarvis Johnson too. Yeah. Right. And it, good? Athena, right? Yes. Athena Rodriguez. Yes. Is she good? Favorite. Did she need to scoot, scoot up a little, just like right so you be more in the. Oh, so and then for the yeah for the core yeah that way you good. Could it, this time I want to talk I want to talk about what's been happening, um like last week, with like the murders and like shootings of like black women, um cause we seen from my school a girl went to our school her name was what, Brianna Johnson mm -hmm. went to our school they found her in the in the found her body like in the trunk, you know what I'm saying and by her her dude, and a couple of days later, a white woman was killed. Everybody's pointing to her husband, and they found her on the side of I-10, naked, feeding the bushes. They found her the next morning, I think a Friday morning or something, workers were going through, they just saw her feet sticking out. But the difference is that between those two is that the black woman gets killed, 
they just all oh, she was just a funny girl, she was cool, yada yada yada. Talked about it for like on local news and they just swiped it under the rug a day later. But you get um the the white girl who was Lexus who was Sharky. on Instagram, what's her name? Lexis Sharky. Lexis Sharky. Sharky. I remember seeing that. Is that now she's on world news. See the difference. It's like why isn't the black woman ends up getting the world news coverage but white girl? Yeah, we, and we had another uh young lady when they went to school with us that uh that they got yeah, found in the desert and they ain't said shit about it. They ain't say, and I didn't even know about that. And this happened in our own school. Yeah. So it's like now we, we, we see the real difference. The most valued woman on this, the, the most valued person on this earth is the white woman. The least valued person on this earth is the black woman. Mm-hmm. And we starting to see, and it goes all the way back to even the Emmett Till and the Black Wall Street to where dude trips on the elevator, the, bumps into the white girl. Oh, he raped me all of a sudden. But you see how far the white people went. They went and burned down a whole city, Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. That's what they did for the white girl. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to downplay Alexis Sharkey's death or anything, but it's just like, damn, we somebody got to bring some type of coverage to the the black woman that's getting killed. And shit, we got the platform for it. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring you on. And what you think is your your thoughts on how, as a black woman, like the, the value and how we, like, the, the, the treatment <laughs> of the black woman? Uh, wait, wait, no, no. Wait, before you say- we not live on the news or nothing right now. Don't yeah. you can relax yeah, right here. No, you this ain't no. It is. Uh, look, this, this ain't podcast, on national TV. We just we chilling. We drinking, talking shit. So you can be you. You can relax. You can talk how you want to talk. You ain't. You ain't got excuse. This ain't a press talk. Yeah. This ain't a press. Well, honestly, um, uh, like, nah. You can talk like you talking to your the homegirl. Or something. Yeah. You, when a nigga start talking about demographic, you know he about to get into some uh some stiff shit. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I feel like, not feel like, but we know domestic violence is a huge issue um, that we're facing. It's a silent battle that so many women are facing across this country. But much like everything else, when it concerns our skin color, things and values start to depreciate. So with that being said, of course, a white woman's death is going to make national news and you know, us being killed, yeah. it, it doesn't matter to anybody. And I feel like it's sad because even in our own communities, um, we see this as a problem too and black women are hurt. You know, it's always, you know, our first instinct is to ask what she do or, or what was the cause of, of the man's actions as opposed to saying, okay, this is not right. We need to protect our women at all costs. Yeah. Um, we need, they are not to be messed with. They are not to be played with. Um, with that being said, like you said, um, black women are the least appreciated, least valued in, in our society. Because um, it's kind of true, though, because I'm, I think I talked to my brother about this, is that let's take Megan's situation, for example. Of course, we can all throw out theories. I said my stuff, too, on this part. I ain't going to go back to that again. Till I did, too. So, so everybody had they, they thoughts about that. But let's say if it was Katy Perry against a white man. Everybody's gonna be on. Oh man, look what they did to Katy Perry! I can't believe this. How could she, how could he do this to this woman? Yeah. They're gonna Versus, hang him on a hill. They're gonna exactly. hang him on. They're gonna hang him out to dry. Period. Because of the simple fact that they are the most. They're the most precious. Like their their men protect the hell out of them. You know, yeah. and the community and the world follows suit. 
Exactly. So that's what we see with Megan. It's like even though I'm a victim, I'm a I'm a victim of saying like, oh, let's just connect the dots. You know what I'm saying of, of what's been going on, but she could be true for the whole time, and it's just it's just the value, and we devalue our own women nah, in this I, in this too as well. I mean, we shit. How you expect a race to to value their women when they devalue themselves? You know what I'm saying? We was just talking about this uh, like a week or two ago. We were talking about how black men are killing each other at a, a shit a higher rate as well. So if right. they're killing each other, what you think they they look at their woman in, in in that manner? And that's sad in itself. I think you you a punk if you just go out here and just start beating on women or even you know taking it even that far. It's nothing that a woman can do to make, I, I feel like, you know, I can speak for myself. It's nothing that a woman can my do bad. to make, damn, major shit. Bad. My bad, <laughs> <laughs> Now I was watching something that we could have talked about, but it wasn't, no, that was my fault. This conversation boring him right now. That's yeah. what he, he got on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, on this. Nah, I was looking at something. That, <laughs> you fucking problem, man. No, no, I was, I was actually. You don't care about black women out here in these streets. <laughs> now nah, I was trying to airplay some on the TV. My bad. It was, uh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't ask me. I got the airplay on. I know, but I was like, because I was going. That's going yeah. <laughs> 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 nah, start tripping, Craig. <laughs> honestly, well, nah, you got it. Honestly, also that that just come down to accountability as well, man, fellas. When y'all see y'all homeboys or even anybody that y'all have any kind of acquaintance with. You can tell there's some kind of abuse going on in their relationship, or you can even see the little sign, man. Check that shit. Yeah, like because you said, ain't no accountability. Uh, ain't no accountability. It's everybody, everybody on this this big, man, ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it ain't my no, business. That's they, like, it ain't, it ain't no accountability. I feel like this is so deep-rooted in our society. I feel like it's not just an overnight issue that we can fix in mm-hmm. a matter of one generation or even two generations. We, we've been generationally cursed with oppression. Um, you know, we've, we have trauma in our ancestry. We were forced to watch your great-grandma get raped, you know? And if you said anything about it, you get killed. So um, I feel like that just, that was the root of so many black women, black men relationship problems. I feel like it's all post-traumatic stress disorder. True, 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 but I honestly don't feel like it's an excuse for any mm-hmm. man to put their hands on a woman or even yeah. go, that, go that far because it's just not an excuse. It ain't no excuse whatsoever. You don't put your hands on a woman. You don't, like, nah, if anything, let's protect our women, period. Mm-hmm. From each other, from whatever, protect the woman and then talk to her about whatever issues she got going on. Yeah. It's nothing that a woman should be able to do to make you get to the point to where you want to kill this woman. Do you uh, think? Do you think it's, it's, it, it comes down to also where you live too? You know how a product of an environment. Because like I know people like like in New York or L.A. If they see a dude fighting a girl, it's gonna be a bunch of people jump in. Like now here, like I've witnessed that happening and motherfuckers just stood there. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like is that is that just neighborhoods or is it just cities or like? Because nah, I see it elsewhere. Else, like they don't let. Shit like that happened. But, like, I've seen it with my own two eyes. A girl getting beat up. And, like, I mean, I personally did. I mean, I'm, I'm not that guy to just. I mean, I, I feel bad. But at the same time, now I got to think about my life. Because what if this nigga pull out a gun and try to shoot me? Now I got You know what I mean? So, I don't personally. Okay. But I've seen other people, like, from afar. Now, I'm not saying I was right next to it. Of course, I would have did. But, like, I've seen it, like, maybe across the street. I'm like, hey. You know what I mean? Like, so. I mean, in that 
I feel you on that instance, but still at that time, if you see some shit like that, I ain't no snitching no shit like that, nothing like that. But shit, in the case when it comes to women, I'll help. In abuse, gonna... <laughs> nah, I'm just saying in general. I, ain't gonna I fight. understand the snow snitching shit and don't call for man. Right. If a woman is being attacked and you don't feel like you're the one that's being equipped to go handle it, call the cops. Cause yeah. they equipped to do that shit. Yeah, that ain't you snitching. That ain't snitching. Yeah, in my opinion, yeah. when it comes to abuse or when it comes to rape or something like that, right? If you say that's snitching, nigga, I'm a snitch. Fuck it, because I got sisters. Yeah, got that makes mother. sense. I got a, a woman. I got X, Y, and Z, and I'll go. Lord knows where I go to make sure that my, you know, the women in my life are protected. So yeah. if you feel like you're not equipped to handle the situation, shit, call the cops. You know what I'm saying? Because Whatever's going on, it ain't right. square business. And like I said, I'm not saying snitching and shit like I'm not I'm not with snitching at all. But when it comes to the protection of women, man, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, she could die tomorrow. She can do X, Y, and Z. And a lot of people will say, Well, you don't know what that woman did. Well shit, that's for her for them to take up. Right. But at hey, the end of the day, it. or if you never mind. <laughs> Just don't fuck with women in public. So, so, so you see, if you see not 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 your girl, but you see a lady that's in close proximity to where you can do something, and you see a nigga beating her ass, you gonna do something to, about it. I'm equipped to do something about it. You you gonna just jump in? You don't know what yeah, the nigga I, got on him? What he gonna? I'm gonna tell you one thing about me is I'm I'm down to die for whatever I believe in. Yeah. So if if you gonna shoot me for this, cool, I'll take that. But I know I did what I could to make sure I saved the life. So yeah. Come my life, cool. I'll take this. I know I died with honor at this point. I'll tell you. I'll tell you something, bro. I mean, I went to, uh, I think I went to Jambalaya a couple of years ago, like 2018. I think it was 2018. And uh, it was like right after Migos performed. And we was like out by the grass. We was like back out in the back. And it, of course it was crowded, but I remember I seen a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Of course black or whatever. I think the dude was like mixed or whatever. And he hit her. In front of everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's like that certain reaction you get when you see a woman get hit by a dude. Mm. You get that feeling like, oh, what the, hold on, what time? You want to step in so bad. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? But then things happen so quick and you just get taken back a little bit. You be like, did that really just happen? And it's like you get a feeling when that happened to a woman versus happens to like a man versus a man you know what i mean same thing i said like do you feel bad or like do you do something or you like just watch and be like damn i I feel bad but like am i am i supposed to jump in and do something you know what i'm saying like i feel like i feel like as a man and especially when you see other black women who are in these predicaments i feel like it should be your personal responsibility to take care of your own women you know in your own communities like i've been in a situation where you know in my ex-relationship you know, threw hands at, you know, a restaurant and everybody watched except for one guy who made it his responsibility to, to pretty much try to be his ass. Like, you know, like you don't hit yeah. a woman, like, you know, so yeah. it was like that little gesture. Was, I mean, it was a little like it was a whole big thing, but that gesture of, OK, there's a there's a bystander that cares enough mm-hmm. to protect me as a black woman. Like, you know, it, it made me look at men different even. Like, okay, they're not all bad. You know, you have this innocent bystander who doesn't have anything to do with my situation, didn't know if the if the dude could have been equipped with a weapon or anything, but he stepped in with all his chest. So I feel like 
if all men took that per personal responsibility towards women, especially black women, maybe we can change the trajectory of how things are going right now. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Now, I'm going to say this. And this is just my perspective when it comes to seeing just because I sit back, I watch a lot of I watch a lot of movies, I watch a lot of TV, I watch a lot of social media. I'm very like when it comes to like seeing what's out there, you know, what's what's thrown at us a lot. So in that same situation, a dude helps a female from getting beat up. Now let's say it's two, it's, it's a black guy, black girl. Another black guy jumps in trying to help. That black guy shoots that black guy. The cycle continues with us killing each other. You see what I'm saying? Because I know it might be different because he's jumping in to help, but at the same time, it's still a black dude killing another black dude over a fight. You see what I'm saying? So at the same time, we're trying to stop all of that. It's like, and it brings back to my original point. It's like, am I inclined to do, and I'm not saying I would not would, you know what I mean? But I'm just, I'm making a point and trying to put it in different perspectives. Like, should I do something when I don't know what this guy got on? He might try to kill me. You know what I'm saying? I got a life to live for. I got no, family. No, no. I got you know what I'm saying. So, so do I jump in? Do I? Exactly. Do I, yes, what I'm saying like now we all finna jump cool, but I'm not finna see a woman get like if I see a woman getting beat up, do I be like, oh, hold on, hold my shit, let me go? Cause I'm like, nah, he could kill me. Man, you know what I'm saying? And it's like I'm not, I made a stupid, not a stupid decision, but I didn't think about my family. I didn't think about my mama and who I'm leaving behind. I just. Reacted well, in that well, moment. Well, maybe you see what I'm saying? Keep yours on you as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But like, it's just like from a black dude, like, it's a, it's a cycle from both ends. It's like a never ending cycle at that point. You I'm, see what I'm, I'm saying? agreeing with that, but at the end of the day, right is right and wrong is wrong. That's just black and white, point blank and period. Think about King right Vaughn. They started from a fight. Next thing you know, somebody else came and shot. But so it's that, like. That, that, comes down, <laughs> but that comes down to the culture, like she was saying. It's a mental thing. Yeah, you feel like, well, shit, if I'm getting my ass whooped. I ain't gonna be able to live with this ass whooping, so I'm gonna have to shoot somebody. No, that's some. Bro, right. something. I'm sorry to get off subject. And it's not <laughs> off subject, but I seen a video yesterday, and a little kid was, was playing a video, a young boy saying some shit like, uh, they say you a man if you, if you fight. Nah, you a man if you kill somebody. What kind of dumb shit is that? Now, that's the wrong message. You know what I'm saying? That, but that's the, these are the things that is. Putting this culture into what it is. Early right too, yeah. Niggas is scared to get their ass whooped. Right. Man, stop being scared of catching that ass whooped. Catch your ass, but everybody got an ass. I didn't get lost a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody. You ain't too bad to lose a fight, bro. You take your ass whooped and keep it pushing. You I got the no perfect segue. Oh, yeah. hey, and it, and it's perfect to what you said because it's a lot of people right now that say that's fans of young boy. And I ain't trying to get too much off topic, but it's a lot of fans, like a lot of kids that like young boy. And they look at him and like how people looked at Tupac back in the day. Everything is different. Like, so our, the generation below us, they hearing a young boy saying these things and we get influenced. The one thing about Pac, as much gangster shit he talked about and as much things he did, whatever, outside of rap, he never said he'll kill a woman. He said he'll, he never said go kill fight somebody put your hands on a wall he never did anything in any of these things and people look up to young boy and that's why the generation below us gotta learn from us and people over us that like yo that's not the way it goes i seen the video on twitter one time where these dudes like three four dudes and one dude was recording they'll talk to a girl i don't know what happened man they lifted her and put her inside of a uh, a, a dumpster. Oh, I seen that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that was the generation below us. 
You know but that's I mean? because that's, that, that's because the OGs above. Well, I call them OG, but like the old heads above them taught them that bullshit. You check that shit. When I was a kid, the people that was over me, hey, you respect women. You treat a woman this way. Right. You make sure this, that, and the third. You make sure you open that door for her. You make sure you do X, Y, and Z. Sometimes I forget to open the door for my woman. But no. every once in a while, when I think of it, when she about to get to that car, hey, here, I'm going to open yeah. this door. Because I want you to know that you are a woman. Man, we got to start embedding this stuff in these kids now. Right. Like, stop the bullshit. Stop what they learn. Like, just, yeah, they just keep, nah, fuck that. Get them to understand, man, we can't be... We can't keep this cycle going because we get, as you can see, the kids is hearing this shit and they really believe you a man if you kill somebody. See, my son already knows all these things. He's already six. He had a he had a little church girlfriend at four years old. He had a little he had a little pre K girl at five, and they took a picture together. She he holding hands. One thing about my son, and I'm not trying to condone, you know, what I'm saying him doing all this shit, but the one thing about him, he love holding hands with him. He just like holding hands. Mm-hmm. He like telling girls, "Hey, beautiful." Hey, gorgeous. I swear to God. I swear to God, I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone with somebody. He hear a girl on the speakerphone. He come in the bathroom. First of all, he gets on me with a, Daddy, why you fat? No matter. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to lose it. But he hears a girl. He, hear the, he hears a girl voice. He be like, hey, beautiful. So that's the first thing he hear about a woman. Beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just learned how to teach that in front of him. It's like, yo, like, that's how you got to respect. You got to respect women. You got to treat them a certain mm-hmm. way. You can't, they're not your, your homeboy. They're not your little, you know, friends you play in the playground and with. And I feel like that's, that's all a part of, you know, subconscious programming. Like, you know, all these violent lyrics, you know, they're, it's all subconscious programming. Like, these kids are growing up thinking that I'm tougher if I'm violent. Viol- being violent automatically makes me tougher. That's why... Where domestic violence is at an all-time high right now. We're, we're being programmed and pumped with these angry messages, you know, as opposed to, like, being pumped with good subliminal messages, like calling women beautiful and respecting them and showing them love and affection. Um, we're, we're being, you know, we're, we're, we're putting rappers in the spotlight with, you know, domestic violence history. Young boy has domestic violence history where he hit his ex. He got, like, eight kids, right? Yeah, and he hit one of his baby mamas. Okay, so okay. it's like, so it's like we we think that you know the young kids now they're like, okay, if they make an apology YouTube video, then all is well. So mm-hmm. you know, subconsciously you're you're giving that message that that's okay, you know. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you something that you're probably gonna start some shit. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> he goes like, I knew I keep going. I knew he gonna do this shit. He gonna say some bullshit. I know Rudy. What is it? <laughs> Fuck, man. What happened, man? What? I know how Rudy get. Watch this. I gotta see. I got. I want to see what he's saying. I know how it's gonna happen. Everything was starting good. Now she gotta say something. He gonna. She gonna shake his ass. I know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna put my mic right here. I know what's gonna happen. Well, my woman just left. So I ain't tripping. See this bullshit. Part of this shit, y'all fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where where y'all made from our rib, or we was made from y'all rib. Y'all made for our win. Exactly. But it's we had two different roles. But you, hold on, hold on. Y'all see, see, but you oh, see how you saying this shit like it's a pamphlet or some shit like that. Hey, look, I'm going to get some ice. No, 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 no
Part of it is y'all fault. Because this is what y'all accept. You accept this shit. Right or wrong? Because, okay. Some women do. Most but women some do. women are programmed to accept it. Not exactly. You know right, right. or wrong. What's this on my kids? What's this on my kids? What, what she said was... What she said was... Well, I, I, basically, what, what, what made what triggered this for me when she said, young boy and she got seven kids. So I started to think, like, well, oh, oh, it's a okay. reason why he got seven kids. Gotcha. Somebody opened their legs. Somebody accepted whatever was going because this is not something that just happened. These are re-recurring things. Gotcha. You can know. I'm almost positive, not all the time, but a lot of the time, you can see the signs when a motherfucker is fucked up. Yeah. Right or wrong. We got homeboys. Right. That we. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out this up. I'm out this part right now. Don't we all got homeboys? We know. Hey, that nigga fucked up. Especially that young. Like, you would think, like, I, I you need know, to stop I will take now. personal responsibility as women. I feel like some something that's embedded in us are we like to do projects. So I feel like some women look at some men like, no, no, no. I'm going to be the one to change him. I'm going to be. And, and that's the that's the most stupidest thing in the world. But we have to take responsibility for doing so. True. But that doesn't true. give you an excuse to be true. messed up. I've heard that before, too. I've heard that before in my day, too. I'm glad she's saying that because a lot of women won't say stuff. They won't. They'll say, well... He ain't smashing. How yeah. was I supposed to know? They put all the blame on us and ain't shit think, niggas. We love yeah. a good project. I'm we love a good this. project. I'm asking you a question. Do you ever say niggas ain't shit? Yeah. Yes, yeah. you do. Don't sit up here. Uh, yeah. Every, but I, I'll say like, the girl, he ain't shit. They don't put enough Chick-fil-A sauce with my fries. I'm saying niggas ain't shit. If they... <laughs> but, but, I mean, but, but I mean, I am personally biased. Like, I grew up... But that was the shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like, you know, so I kind of grew up looking at men a little funny, you know? And it, and it took a lot of, like, maturity and a lot of spirituality to learn, like, not all men are shit. Like, some are. So my standards were real low at the time because I was like, okay, I don't expect much from them because they're not much. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm older and I'm like, no, get everything you deserve because there's somebody, you know, not all niggas. Yeah, I hear good. Cause I hear, I hear when I hear niggas and shit, I'm thinking about the black men, but they don't talk about the white men. It's never they all, they all, they all garbage. See, that's that's, (laughs) it's embedded in our culture. Like we dog them, they dog us. It's like back and yeah, and and, and, but the reason why is because hurt people hurt people. So at the end of the day, shit, like. Even we gonna snowball into a whole shit. nother. We really got a female on the show, and it yeah, snowballed into some some man woman shit now. This some man woman shit now. We gonna have to have her on another time, and we get we can get into the man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that we have a female perspective, we have to test some perspective. I brought that up is because I wanted to drive a point of for women to understand that we only gonna do what you allow us to do, right? So if you accept a nigga doing that, exactly. We gonna feel comfortable. We gonna keep doing it. That's that's the biggest lesson you have to learn as a woman. Like that's one of like the biggest revelations is that when when a woman finally awakens her third eye, she finally knows that I'm only getting what I'm accepting. Mm -hmm. If you ask, and and I've heard this from from my guy friends before. Like I've listened in on conversations with with my my guy friends, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I only took her here or did this for her because that's all she asked for, or you know, that's all she expected of me." But I did this for this girl because that's what she expected. So, right. def- we definitely set the standard. But it, whether y'all gonna do it or not, that's y'all. That's <laughs> my last thing on that is like Steve Harvey says, 
may respect standards, get some. If you got your standards and requirements intact, then you good. Now a motherfucker can't just come at you any kind of way or feel like you're willing to accept anything because your standards are high. You know what I'm saying? Your standards are important and you, you put them up front. You know, so, but that's a whole nother. Yeah, then yeah. you have broken women who are okay with being breadcrumbed, you know? And it's, and that goes back to like, you know, their first heartbreak, whether it be their father, whether it be their boyfriend, whether it be like an inappropriate uncle, you know, things like that. So, you know, it shifts the way their thinking goes as an as a adult woman. So, so I'm going to switch. You can stay for this one because this is more like nightlife, club life type shit. <clears throat> it's more towards major. Rudy, of course, y'all can chime in. Mm. And I'm not Before you get there, I'm going to bring it back Okay. till we was watching, the, we were talking about the watching the girl get beat up by a dude, mm-hmm. and it said, man, if I fight, I know for sure I'm going to square up with a nigga in the club, because they pat everybody down, you ain't got nothing there, so we're going to have to fight straight up. You can't go get no gun, you ain't pulling out nothing, hey, hey, we boxing in the club. Hey, hey, that nigga, you feel me? Hey, that That's that the segue you did. We fighting in the club because you didn't got patted down and I ain't scared of you in here, nigga. You got patted down when you got in. So I know you ain't got nothing on you. And walk off. I ain't got mine on me. Well, it's different for me. I can keep mine on me because I'm the DJ. But anyway, yeah, they don't check me when I walk in. But anyway, if you if I know you ain't got nothing, we can still throw hands because I know you ain't got nothing on you. That nigga major walk through the back and shit. They don't check this nigga. That nigga walking with anything. Like tonight, they ain't gonna walk through the back. Well, Boosie said, ain't no take me at the door, so ain't no telling what I'm holding. Exactly. <laughs> That's how they make a major move. So, oh, major move. There you go. I just said. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nigga major in. motherfucking move. <laughs> exactly. So, speaking of that shit. So, I had a thought. We talked about this before. Of the club concept. Because it's kind of hard for me to add to, to describe to certain people that's not from Houston was like, where to go to, what is this, what is that? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, okay, they be like, all right, what's so-and-so? I'm like, ah, it's a club, but it's kind of like a lounge, but it's kind of like a bar. <laughs> so right. we're in 2020, and look, I had this thought five years ago when I went to an NBJ conference, which NBJ is Talk about the it. National Association Black Journalists Conference, and it was in Minneapolis. I ended up in a day in my life, but I went there, shit was fun, live-ass conference. We had a party. It's called Sports Tag Sports Party. Well, it's like the biggest party of the year. Every time you have a conference, it's going to be in Houston next year. It's going to be the biggest shit. It's always a Friday. Oh, and it was loud. at a certain club. DJ Limelight was DJing. And, of course, they had sections, but in the middle, they had like a big-ass dance floor. For me, being in Houston, I grew up in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? I'm a 93 baby. You know what I mean? So, in high school and college, we was dancing and shit. So, I get to this conference. I'm like, Damn. Everybody's dancing, you know what I'm saying? Like older people, younger people. We dancing in the club. Like I, I'm, I, I sweated. I was sweating after I left this place. I'm like, yo, this shit was lit. Now let's go five years later to 2020. How's the club now? Everybody standing around. People staying on couches. People smoking hookah. People don't have no room to dance. The last thing we got in Houston, we had Drink Houston. I always bring this up all the time because that was our last big club we had. Our last right now dying club we got is Grooves. Because at least they have some type of dance floor. The Spy. Spy True. So, when we look at these places, I believe to me personally that there's a lane for a club to come back and you have a dance floor. 
yes, you have sex, but it's not, it's it's limited. It's not a whole bunch. It's not it's not gonna flood your whole building. You have. I feel like to me, there's a lane for that, and I feel like people is missing that. We think that people mm. don't want that shit, but I really truly believe if you open up a club that people could dance to and have fun, this there. Imagine, Major, you no. DJ. Let's say you DJ. Oh, yeah. Let's say every Friday or Saturday night at 145, 150, you say, you know what? I'm about to play this fucking mix. Soul Train Line. When last you see the Soul Train Line? I mean, well, Think it's... about it. Think about it. Like, I wouldn't say it at 145. I mean, well, yeah, you could. Last it depends 15 on where. Everybody, you know, just yeah. have your, you know what I'm saying, have your fun. That'd be easy. People That's think easy. that shit would be, oh, you old, but I guarantee you have the best fucking life in the last 15 minutes. That'd be Please easy. have a good time. I think, I think because that is my industry is, number one, the, 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 the generation is different. Because I've been on the scene for a long time, and we used to have clubs like that. You know what I'm saying? But I think the market is, now, if somebody was to come out here and open a spot, that had that, it would create a new, uh, different, like, oh, this is different from what we used to. Now, I feel like you could create that, but now to tell the longevity of it, that's, because, so I mean, not- clubs open and close out here, new spots open, new nights start up, so I was like, oh, you might can, you might can start that now at a club that's already like that, but it's, you have to create the market for that, because I think it's locally, too, like, where we at in Houston, the market ain't big for that. Now, you go to Atlanta, L.A., Vegas, Miami, they have that market for stuff like that, for parties like that, New York, they have the market for that. So, like, out here in Houston, everybody want to be comfortable, everybody want to sit down, pop bottles, smoke hookah, look important, feel important, and VIP. So, ain't nobody really on the dance, everybody got on designer outfits, ain't nobody trying to get out and dance floor and sweating they Balenciaga's all on the floor sweating it, you know what I mean? So, it's like, it's... I'm asking this, did the lounge concept kill the concept of the club? I don't think it killed it. I think it, it you, what, what I used to always get taught was you keep up with the times. And I feel like since we had that and it died out, then the lounge concept is where it said now, now we bring that back, we had to just create that market. I think just times have changed. And people want something new, they want something fresh, they might have got tired of that. So now I said, now if we bring it back, cool, it might pop because we ain't had it in a while. You know what I mean? But I don't think the lounge concept killed it. I think it just made more sense. Like, like I said, it just, it just adjusted with the time. You know what I mean? Just like a new phone come out. like It's like running iOS 14 on a iPhone 6S. Like it's, you, it's like you just got to keep up with the times. You see what I'm saying? time in Houston or the time. Like we talk about Houston. We're talking about Houston because yeah, this is where we're at. Yeah. People, when I used to do some little Uber driving and shit, I met some people that was from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. They were like, man, I love Houston. I fuck with it, but I couldn't find a club where I could really dance at. See, but exactly. the thing is, it's... It's a, I think it's a cultural thing. Right. But black people right now, that ain't the shit. In my opinion. Not no more. It's not it's not the shit right now because you got it, everybody just chill and laid back at this point. Mm-hmm. Now them white folks, you go to spy on a Saturday night, right. it's up like a motherfucker. Them motherfuckers in the doing all yes. that shit. Spots like, like that, them white the white people yeah, party. They ain't I'm, gonna I'm gonna blame that on the I'm gonna blame that on the social media culture. I was gonna get to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was just gonna say what she Everybody wanna be bad and bougie. There even 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 like, you know, me like, you know, bottle services stuff like that, like it's just the girls that I because I you know, I'm from the East Coast, I'm from Boston. So it's like the girls I met in Houston and down in Texas, it's like being friendly down here as a girl with other pretty girls. They look at you like you crazy or that you easy or, or anything, you know, like because they're like, why is she so friendly? Why is she trying to get up and dance? Why is she trying to, you know, but in the East Coast, like 
we don't care. Like, we'll, we'll act yeah. a fool because we securing ourselves. But I feel like down here, it's just a certain social media culture to where it's like, okay, if I have the most stuck-up face, if I talk to the least amount of people, if I'm the most bougiest with the most designer down, then I am a celebrity, you know? Exactly. Like, people want to feel important. Like, yeah. you go to Atlanta, think about how people go out in Atlanta all the time. And think about you see niggas in Atlanta who live in Atlanta. You see them all the time. It's like seeing some thug in the club. Like, you ain't impressed by that. You see this thing all the time. Yeah. Like so, like out here in Houston, you don't see a lot of celebrities. Or you don't see a lot of people just 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 dressed up nice and got on nice stuff. So people want to like sit back and watch, and they feel they want to feel like they somebody. So they don't want to do the most. You ain't gonna see that. Like one time, I'm gonna point this out. Last year, we brought once again goes back to my point of Houston ain't the market for that because we had a party. At the, at the club that I work at tonight, you know the club I'm saying, but mm-hmm. um, we actually had a party like that, and we had that dance floor concept. And Kenny Burns came out here, Kenny Burns and DJ D Nice, mm-hmm. DJ D Nice and Kenny yeah. Burns had a party out here. Like I said, them they brought that here. They threw some. It was a private event. It was a black a black something. And in the club, the whole floor was open. It was in the middle dancing party. But it took DJ D Nice, Kenny Burns to bring that there. You know what I mean? So it's like, like I said, it's not the culture in Houston for that. I'm not saying the lounge just killed it. It's just, it, you know, we, like, people want to just chill. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm we got to an age where we just want to kick back, drink our drink, enjoy some vibes, smoke some hookah, and, like, we ain't, so we ain't finna get out there and, and do the running, man. Uh, you ain't trying to, ain't that many right new now. dancers out. <laughs> There's a couple of points I want to make. Everybody want to be a superstar. And, hold on. Oh, real, before you touch on that, and the music is different now. Back then, we had dance music that make you want to get up and, and, and slide and step. And now, what are we going to be on the dance floor doing to Lil Baby? What are we going to be doing to, to, to 42 Doug? What are we going to be on the dance floor doing to March Madness and Dreams and Nightmares? What are we going to be on the dance floor doing? So the music, you got to think of it from like all circles. Like The music ain't being made. Four dance parties no more like that. It turned to a virtual concert. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? So That's why motherfuckers want to be on the stage all goddamn day. Exactly. They think they the artists. So there's a couple <laughs> points. So, so that's what I'm saying. So it's just, it's the times have changed. Yeah. So that's the best way I can summarize it. Before I get to that point, there was a, there was somebody that told me that, that grew up in that era where they would see, where they went to a party when the Rockets was winning championships. I ain't, you know, that's your Long time. <laughs> a long, long time ago, we were the championship. Before, the we was, before we was talking. Three uh, Pete, we was three Peeting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he went to a party, and in the same club, Casey and JoJo was dancing with Salt and Pepper on the dance floor. I'm standing right here. Casey and JoJo's body speaker dancing with Salt and Pepper. You get what I'm saying? He ain't gonna, my brother ain't gonna tell this story, but I tell the story for him. He danced with Jada Pickett when she was making Jason's lyric out here. He, you know what I mean? But she wasn't big, but you get that drip. Nobody, mm-hmm. She wasn't in the section. It was Can't a different time. It's a different time. If you, so if you, no, but if you listen to like the shit that Tupac was making, like even even though he had the hit em ups, the nigga had uh, goddamn Temptations. He yeah. had like just records that you can vibe with. The records that they got now aren't vibey I'm records. Tell you exactly. Ain't nobody... well, I'm going to tell you something too. Another point I was going to make. Hold on, hold on, because I, I'm sorry. I'm sure you being a DJ, it's certain records that do come on. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who you is. You gonna Yeah, no, nah, I can play. Dance. Yeah, you in your in your repertoire, I can take it back and play some shit. I can play No, nah, I'm I'm sorry, I'm talking about even now. Like it's certain records. like even that that uh that Beyonce song. I remember when that Beyonce was Oh no, they they still got some cuts like it'll be like album cuts that yeah. you wouldn't normally play in the club and you'll play it and everybody still get up. They you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I guarantee you, when NAB, if God forbid, please let COVID be straight by August 2021. I would 
if I could invite y'all to NABJ, to that sports, to any party we throw, I guarantee you. Even if it's an open bar, Blue Shirt Port party on that Thursday, even if it's sports test, I guarantee you. Y'all gonna see how this shit is when we have a party over there because you're gonna see people die. But I'm not saying it's impossible. I feel like we could do that here. I say I wouldn't say a whole club. I would say start small with a night. Mm -hmm. Have one night at a at a yeah. famous club like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And put it and just have a night where, hey, for this night, we're clearing all the sections out the middle. We can keep the sections on the side, we keep the boom, but in the middle yeah. for one yeah. night and we playing. Whatever we playing, whatever. Let me. I'm gonna let you go. This is what I, this is what I want to before, before I lose my check of thought. Mm -hmm. I want to say this part because you're when you working that, when you working that, you got the perfect spot for that shit. Mm -hmm. Because what you have in that in that middle, there's nothing but couches. Fuck, it's not called sex. It's called couch. You can get that bitch from any fucking furniture. <laughs> Leave that shit to the side. I guarantee you, the spot you got is the perfect spot because you do one night. Cause it's dead on weeknights. Do that bitch on a Wednesday or Tuesday. I do it. It's on Thursday. You know what I mean? Thursday or something. Dog, leak, get off, move, remove all the couches, have a dance floor. The booth is right there with the little light well, and shit. Well, I'm telling you, hold up. First of all, I'm going to tell you where it's going to fuck up at. The money. That's how they make their money. Now? Now wait. That No, no, listen. Seriously. That that's, goes back to what I said, the business in The business in this shit, yeah. man, how much you get paid a, a session, um, a section like $3,000? So you talking about basically taking... But no, that was just for that one event. Well, I'm just saying... But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you got the section fee and you got bottles. And exactly. Who going to want to bring bottle girls walking bottles out to the dance floor all night? You see what I'm saying? That's why I said, like, it's not... It's just the people want to sit down and enjoy bottles and have the light show and they want to pop the most bottles. Well, how about you so how how we gonna have a dance floor full of people and everybody want bottles to the dance floor? Well, this exactly. place don't. Have <laughs> boy, I mean, I mean, we That's ain't get to a thing big. That's another thing that killed it: bottle culture. Bottle yeah, culture. bottle culture. Yes. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you something. When nobody popped, we was back in the we was sipping Long Island's and blue motherfuckers nope. back in the day. Blue motherfuckers. Nigga, we, <laughs> nigga, we was going. We was going. It was people going to the bar. We was actually going to the bar. It wasn't no. It wasn't no bringing bottles to section. We was actually at the bar, like, yo, what's up? Now, if you go to the bar, you, you look at it as a lame or something. Yeah, now you, you, now you at the bar, you get your drink. You ain't got a bottle of champagne. Man, yeah. Like, what, nigga, you, what are you, 18, nigga? Or even if you at the bar, it's like, you got, you got your drink. Excuse me, because it's so motherfucking packed because ain't nobody buying uh, bottles. Now everybody want to get a drink and move around. You can't I, even, I'm sorry. You used to be able to post up at the bar. Yeah. Do y'all remember oh, our bar? Do y'all fucking remember our Bro, and this yes, No, my first, my first blue motherfucker was at the office downtown. I don't the even know office. What the fuck that was. That was right. <laughs> what? Oh, you sleep. Now you had office. You had you had office level. You had office Martell. Uh, level ISIS was across the street. I, I, you had, I, I, that was on a Friday night. That we used to walk out of office, go across the street. We go stop by Martell because it was right next door. Walk across the street, saw the line, went in level, hollering people. Walked across the street to ISIS, hollering at them. Came back and party at the office on Friday. Like Friday night downtown was lit. We yeah. hit all those clubs in one. And they was all on one street on Main Street. Yeah, it was one on Main, and then ISIS was across the street, like what a conservatory is. That's what ISIS was. And look, I don't want to talk about it too because I, I got some other talk. I got too much talk to talk about. But I'm gonna tell you something right now, dog. Drink. It's not a. It's not a random bus. I can bring it up. Drink Houston. Was you around? Was you here? And Drink Houston was here. I've only been in Houston like two years. Okay. So, so drink the mic. Oh, I've only been in Houston uh -huh. like two to three years now. Okay. So you, you missed. Oh Lord, you missed a bit. Drink three Houston years. was the best club in Houston. I don't want to give it too much. Power. So it was after, after Harvey then. 
Oh yeah, I, yeah, I came after Harvey. See, and yeah. that was that was because the they never they never shook back after Harvey. That's yeah, right. yeah. And about <laughs> they even they had sections and they had five different clubs. So they had a Latino bar, they had a Latino club, karaoke, the bar and lounge part, the main club, and the old school. So they had different parts to it. I do miss that. They had sections and tables you can buy, but it wasn't their main priority. Mm-hmm. How they made their money was that hey. Free before 12, you say there's a certain password, but after 12, it's like 15 to $20. And it was worth $20 because you're going to get your experience because they would have customer appreciation night where, like, they actually saw an appreciation. Like, hey, you know, y'all fuck with us. We fuck with y'all. $5 drinks, anything until midnight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They would have and all the sections would be upstairs. Exactly. And yeah. you had people come through and people was dancing. So that was like the last of a dying breed. That so was, that was like, It was live know. as fuck. And the thing was, drink use didn't die because of money. They died because of shit I can't say on air. Yeah. And it wasn't even Harvey. So, with the money thing, Rudy, I'm like, yo, like, to me, a place like where you work at on Friday nights, they could make money even without the nah, but, but, but Even if you tell them, like, look, if you tell them, hey, you're going to pay $20 till like a certain time, after yeah. a certain time. But if The drink get, was more mainstream. Yeah, drink was more, it was like a top 20 club. It was in the like nation. culture, yeah. Yeah. So if you if you I, I think that's a, that's the certain that's the perfect place that you have so much room patio bar club area you could do so much but yeah. I think to me they limit themselves about the about the sections and you can make more you can make just true, as much. true but true but you have to take into consideration you actually you you asking it's essential to you asking a, a corporation to change their business plan exactly so that they put so much value into right. That's like going to Apple and be like, Apple, let me show y'all what you need yeah, to use iPhone. Uh, you should do it like this. And they're going to be like, all right, that sound good, but look, we thinking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, <laughs> I feel like it's a great idea. I feel like you can do it in a certain manner, but at the same time, the entertainment also plays a role. It plays a, a huge role because, shit, you can't really dance to young boy. But, but, you but they going to go if, if you say that little baby's going to be there. If you put him on a flyer, yeah. he's not gonna go. <laughs> hey, we seen how to. If you promote it, it's gonna go. But, but also, but also that when we talk about even shit like that, like we've been to many of those. It's not a dancing situation. It's a concert. This ain't they. Yeah, they playing music and shit like that. But it's to hype them up for the concert. Exactly. And I will tell you the the biggest thing. And I've DJ when we had big artists come to the club. And bro, when I tell you the crowd is literally chilling. Like we doing our bet, we playing all the hot hits. Ooh, we hyper, we we not not like the the most people get lit if it's somebody's birthday. There's a bunch of birthdays in there. They still gonna turn. But other than that, trying the energy in the crowd when you expecting the artist is like, bro, we doing everything in our power to hype them up and do. They like, nigga, what time is this nigga coming? When is he gonna be here? And they not they not trying to dance. They not trying to turn down. Trying to sing along with. They trying to like get at this spot, post up, and wait for the artist to perform. Like so, it's like. But niggas where, don't want niggas ain't trying to dance. But at, that place, <laughs> but at that place, where can you truly dance? You gotta go outside the club parts and truly. And that's why. But what I'm saying, even as, even when they was inspired, with, like even, that, even when they was inspired with little baby, it was like it was so packed. Even if you want things, like we still just here to see him. Like we ain't trying to. I mean, not, <laughs> but honestly, just keeping it real. If you think about it, like when we used to go to PV for their uh, yeah. tip parties and shit like that, Ooh. it used to be 
packed like that, but they would still dance. It's the music. Yeah, yeah it's the music. It's, it's the not. Music I'm, I'm gonna tell you, it's not. Also, let me ask you. Even the PV days, y'all had, y'all still had dancing. You still had the, the, the jigging the flex. You still, 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 still had. Nigga, I could do Duke Deuce juke and shit from Memphis. Man, I'm not about to do all that shit. But okay, let me let me can I can I can I ask y'all? I'm not doing this. Can I ask y'all a real question though? Let me ask y'all a real question. When the last time y'all got rolled up? Oh. No. I have to tell you something. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to spit my hey. ice out. Hey. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Because I'm in a nightlife six nights a week. So, it's, when you say rolled up, in my mind, I go back to real rolling up. You know what I'm saying? Now, today, you see girls twerking. You get behind it. She might twerk yeah, it. Cool. But we talking about real rolling up? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, it's been, hey. it's been. <laughs> it's been almost 10 years, bro. I'm throw a song. It's been almost 10 years, bro. You know, hold on, first of all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, How do you, first of all? You're not supposed to ask. I'm from I don't understand that. We're going to talk about that one show. Why not? We are alive and living year to year. Why not? We have a different slang in the East Coast. So, I feel like, what is it, dancing? So, basically, what's the slang? You grind it on you. All I'm going to do behind you. Uh, Rolling so, up is so what we like call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the East Coast, they call them like daggering parties. Yeah. Damn. Like, like right. the East Coast. I mean, I know, yeah, it, I know it's Chicago. Daggering parties, like yeah. It's Chicago, but it's been a long time, right? Yeah, it's been a long time. I'm gonna bring up a song. What? Rudy and Monday know about this shit, and you know, Major. What? Nigga, Brooke Gang and DJ Chuck. Oh, man, stop. Nigga, see? See, see, yeah, that's, 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 see, that's y'all generation. That's y'all generation. Shout out. Hey, I went to TSU. That's y'all generation. That's y'all generation. No, boy, hey, TPV in 2010. Y'all toga party. The PV toga parties was, I give y'all a toga party. I give y'all toga parties. I'm too old to go to them bitches. I give y'all the toga parties. But think about it. I don't, see, we need to treat but see, nah, <laughs> this boy said DJ, bro, when I, I guess I'm old. Nigga, when we used to get rolled up, we used to go to JU Hall, International Ooh, Ballroom, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Connections, Connections, International Ballroom, JU Hall, uh, The Zone. Um, I'll roll up was T-shirt and panties. Look, hey, my audience t-shirt and You dropped T-shirt. You saw everybody run to the wall. And, and I wish I could do it on camera, but I'm gonna do it. With it. Everybody go to the wall. Dudes will go like this and just be waiting. <laughs> it's all good. Now they, they go to the wall and wait for girls to come up to them and like that was the song. T-shirt and panties was our roll-up song in my in my generation. A lot of people that don't. That's my audience that's not from Houston. They look like what the fuck y'all talking about now? But that's how it was back then. Like. From us, think about it, bro. Me and Rudy, we grew up in an era where in high school, we wasn't on our phones. Y'all know, too. We wasn't on our phones. Nah, we were, social, media there. social media wasn't there. Social media wasn't there. There was no social media on your phone. We was trying to get rolled up, nigga. Nigga. Yeah. When Brooke Gang and DJ Toast, we chasing. We run that. Fuck. Let me hurry to get to that shit. It was certain songs where if that bitch came on, niggas would Dude, literally oh, run yeah. to the fucking dance floor, dog. Bro, that shit was crazy. Now, look. Now, I want to change subjects. I know we're going to talk about this film. Yeah, we, so, we we can talk about clubs. We have a whole night talking about clubs. Because that tequila got down. Because clubs used to be popping before 11. Man. Now niggas don't show up to the club till 1 o'clock. No but yeah, that, like I said, we going to... Like, if you showed up to... And back when I was partying, when I started this club shit, if you showed up to the club at 11, you was late, nigga. The party was already... The party was already rocking on 10. You wasn't getting in. Yeah, you wasn't getting in. You showed up at 10, 11 o'clock. You was there at 8, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. We rocking. 11 o'clock, you late. Man. <laughs> so I'm going to say this. I'm gonna switch gears, cause it kind it, it it segues to twerking. 
So we all heard about the situation that happened in Dallas with True Kitchen. Right, right, right. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I've been seeing everybody with their own opinions. So for people that don't know, True Kitchen is a is a is a is a brunch spot restaurant in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, what happened was that a one two women was dancing on top of the couch. One girl was twerking. Another girl got on top of the couch and put her hands on like the glass they got and started dancing. The owner got mad aggressively. You know what I'm saying? He had to call the deputy or whatever and tell him to escort him or whatever. Um, me personally, I'm on the side of the owner, and this is why. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying, because I'm listening to his tone, and I go back and listen to that video two, three times because some people got the cutout version, but some people got the full version. So I saw the exactly. full version. You sent me the so, full version. So right. yeah, that's when I was on his side after you sent right. that. So when I sent the full version, what he's basically saying, what I'm going to say too is that I'm not against twerking if I'm him. Of course, that's in our culture. It goes back to years, years, and shit, years. The African shit. Exactly. Yeah. It's so dance, period. It's just dance. That's just dance. Yeah. That's not the issue. It's an issue when you get on my furniture. It's an issue when you start putting your hands on my glass. And I'm going to tell you how that tone was. That tone was, yo, it sounded like he told them people before people started recording. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, it's cool. Y'all can shit, it, was a vi- it was a video of him actually going to the table and telling the them first time. Yeah. Exactly. So he, like, he told them, like, yo, it's cool. Y'all can dance, but don't stand up on the couch or whatever. They did it again, and then that's when he got pissed off. And I feel where he's coming from because it's not about the dancing. We go to, I go to brunch spots out here. I didn't go during COVID. I went before COVID. <laughs> so, no. Fuck you. <laughs> I, went, I went one time during COVID. It was for fucking I was playing fantasy football. Shit. I went, I wanted to watch the game. Whatever, so, nigga. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I go to these brush spots in Houston. They're not getting on top of the couches. They dancing, but they're not getting on top of that motherfucker. Shit, it's not a club. I don't know where you, you go. go. To, you go to a club, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, you know, major DJ and MC and the shit he playing is gonna get you turned, but at the same time, you're not gonna be just you're gonna dance, but it's not a it's not a brunch, but it's a restaurant. So I see where it's coming from. I want to get y'all thoughts on that. Who gonna go first? You like want her to go first since you a woman? So, let's so go. My let's, question is that. Let's go. Me, we all gonna chime in. So I'm pro owner. I'm pro owner <laughs> of the restaurant. I'm more so like, yo, don't stand on the couch. You could dance, but you know what I'm saying. Because she for show twerking. She for show twerking. I am on the side of the owner. Thank you. Only only for go. the simple fact that. I love to go to brunch. I love to have fun with my girls. When it, you know, when the mimosas kick in, I mean, you know, <laughs> shit gets to jiggling. But the the point is, what I don't like about it is the is is in the stance of looking at our whole community as black people. Like, why is it that if 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 they asked us at Maestro's or if they were at uh, you know a, 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 a steak forty eight, right. they wouldn't one dare to even get on the chairs. Too, like we're allowed as black people to have nice things too. We can have turnt brunches and we can have established like everything we do doesn't have to be turnt. Even though we are high vibrational people, everything we do doesn't have to be like you know. If a business owner, you worked your ass off to get this business and you wanted to be on some chill stuff, then you should you should have the respect of your of your people to have it on some chill stuff. Mm-hmm. But but one he asked first time, second. Now he's lecturing y'all. So it's like you didn't respect our brother to give him enough respect to get off those chairs or take it somewhere else, eat and take it somewhere else. So that's and my problem. Too, the, these people are grown. This isn't women that's 19 years old. These are like 25, 30 plus. So go ahead, Ruby. Go ahead. Go ahead. DJ Major. Yeah, because you did. You go. Because this is. 
this is when you talk about entertainment and this. And I, I mean, I know it all too well. Now, get it. Uh, granted, is I can only speak from out here. I can, I can understand. I'm I'm on the owner side too. When I saw the video, yeah. I was on the owner side. He wasn't saying like, like, look, y'all can't like sit down. Don't dance. Like, look, I like I set this. I set this tone and this standard from my restaurant. Like, it's cool. Y'all want to come out have a good time. Cool, but don't. In layman, he wants to say, "Man, get y'all ratchet asses up!" Like you know, he's like, "Man, my grandmama come eat here, my mama come eat here." Like, like he got the tone for his restaurant. Like, look, that's cool, but don't do like you said. Don't stand up on the couch. You all on top of the tables. You on the like, come on, man. Like, so that's what he's saying. So I get it. Now, in my experience, when it comes to this, it don't matter where you at. It's girls going. It's we talking about. We talking about us. We talking about us, black people. It don't matter where we at. When the drinks kick in, like she said, when you get enough of that liquor. You could be. You only have to be at a restaurant. You could be in, in anywhere you at. You gonna find some type of way to express yourself. You know what I'm saying? You gonna find some type of way to turn up, do all of that, get on the glass, get on top of the, the back of the table, whatever you gonna do. You know what I mean? But I, I just, it don't matter what you play. It's just, I think it's just in us. It's just in our culture, in our nature. See, this is where, this is where you, I, want, you want to go. Cause I want to say some real shit right now. That I, I, no, I, li- I, I am on the side. Of the owner, but you can't stop a woman from twerking. No, <laughs> you would have to play all slow music all day. That, okay, this one. They gonna be like, man, we're gonna go so wild. They gonna, they gonna. If you're going to set it at a certain standard, you do have a certain type of music. Have it at a certain standard. Exactly. Don't. He should have blamed his DJ. He should have blamed his you DJ. Have to, yeah. Ain't no way in hell you expect anybody. Shit, my damn self. I'm just keeping it real. You, you play, play my song. I'm getting up. Yeah, <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do? You play you now. Nah, I ain't gonna dance. I'm just playing. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm, yeah. If you play some some old school Jay Z, I'm gonna rap that shit. That was my. That, that was my second. That was my second thing. Like why he didn't tell his because yeah, as the like, DJ, yo, this is any. This is my business, and that's why I'm trying to like the moves I'm making for next year and going on is changing the culture and, and the, the nightlife industry from the entertainment standpoint and bringing that standard of like something like this situation It's like. You got to blame the DJ. You got to have certain. That's why some clubs out here have certain DJs on certain nights because yeah. they set the tone and that vibe. Exactly. You go to a, a, a Latin night. You can have a regular club. You got a Latin night. And you bring. You think they're going to come in there and, and want to hear Dreams Nightmares and Lil Baby. Yeah. No, no. They want to hear. So you set the tone from the head. When you have a spot, you're in charge of entertainment. You're in charge for creating this vibe for my space. So it's on you. Now you play some ratchet shit and they get up. I'm coming to you. Yeah, you. Now I can come to them, but at the same time, don't, don't play no, that shit in my club. Don't play that in my restaurant tonight. You Keep it on some chill shit. But you can't even blame them for that because if you play any, like you said, you play anything ratchet, they gonna do that. But see, shit. as a, as a DJ, as a DJ, we can get told. Hey, keep it, keep it vibe. Hey, yeah. play some, play some. You can play some, some yeah, Justin Timberlake or something. But, but on, then when you see the crowd get up as a DJ, you like, oh, they vibe, they, they yeah, turn up. Yeah. Let me drop this, back that ass up, back. And he's, oh shit. <laughs> so as a DJ, it was his fault because you see and you read the energy, you read the crowd. And if I see motherfuckers biting on a little song, and I'm like, oh, they ready to turn up. I can play this song. Oh, they got a little see, bit more. Drop that. Oh, they up on tables. You, gotta, you, gotta, you see what I'm saying? So it starts from the DJ. But just like you saying. He he got he got live and went on his cell and was like I'm on my shit. Did y'all did y'all 
did y'all see those drinks though? Like, did y'all see the strong looking drinks that they were serving? I didn't see that. I feel like as high vibrational black people, we can twerk to Mozart if if it's if we got some deuces. Well, nah, but but that's like, true. Honestly, they can twerk acapella. They, they can twerk can acapella. They can twerk to Adele. Honestly, <laughs> they can twerk if, acapella. If the, if the drinks are right, Trust they can me. twerk to Adele. But They'll it's a deal. But what I'm saying, it's a difference. Like I've seen people turn up to goddamn Travis Porter and all them motherfuckers, but I also seen some turn up to SZA, and it's a different type of turn up. I'd rather you sing along. To Mary J. Blige and goddamn a bunt and shit like that. If that's what, if you want it to a certain standard, that's your standard. But if you ain't trying to see motherfuckers twerking and shit like that, don't play goddamn little baby. And all <laughs> so all y'all trying to say that? And by the way, you got plenty of promos, nigga. <laughs> what? Hey, oh, 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 oh. Hey, I'm a Rudy, Rudy got all the promos uh, up until this point. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Rudy got out of promo. Right. No, nah, but you know what it is? Because I'm on my good side now. Yeah. Oh, see, see. I had, yeah, to, yeah, I had yeah. to get shot from my good I, side because they had me on the other side. I took a motherfucking uh, bullet for you. you know so I'm going to say this. <laughs> now I feel good. What y'all trying to say good. is that women ain't got no, these women ain't got no self-control. No. Because no, no, no. don't. Uh-uh. Don't, don't do that. See, you try. Shut up! No. Hold on, wait, yeah, hey, what time did you? Akia about to be on some shit. Akia about to start some shit. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. No, you can't, you can't, you can't say women they got, they got self control. It's just, it's, it's the music, bro. It's, bro, you cannot. vibration. I don't care. I don't care. Like she said, you go to Mastro's, you go to State Forty Eight. It's the vibe that's in there, bro. You go to Mastro's, this motherfucker on the piano. Playing soft classical music. Now I guarantee you put a DJ in Mastro's motherfuckers gonna be in the water fountain hey, twerking ass. Hey, motherfuckers hey, gonna be at the bar hey, on tabletops. You gonna have to get you have to get kicked out of Mastro's too. But I guarantee you, if you change the music, you change. So it starts from the head when you're in and entertainment. I also feel like that's how I feel like also that also stands for the respect that we have for each other as black people. If he was True. a white owner that came and yelled at them, Ooh, they, 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 they would have been like, I'm this, just. Okay. Yeah. But the fact the fact that they're like he looks like us, so we should we we don't respect him because yeah. he black. You know, we he, good. It doesn't he matter that he's a business owner. It doesn't he black, matter that he's a businessman. But we're black, so you should be cool with him. But at the same time, I've always been like really been taught you got to know your audience. We know how black folks is, so you got to move accordingly. Yeah. We know with black folks, you can't really give them the choice to do X, Y, and Z. You kind of got to do that shit for them. Mm-hmm. Just keeping it real. But we got to learn as a culture to respect each other. And not, just, and not, I, just, I, and not just expect black businesses to give you discounts. Not expect them to sit there and babysit you and not to yell at you and let you do whatever the hell you want to do. No, just cause now, as, from the owner's standpoint, like you said, it's lack of respect. It's like, I'm like, oh, it's a black owner. Oh, we cool. We chill. We good in here. But like I said, had he moved and was like, nah. Start like I said, going back to DJ or, or the, the drink specials or whatever. Like, hey, welcome to my restaurant. We doing it. If he would have came out more professional, they would have been like, oh, he black, but this nigga about his shit. He about his business. You see I what I'm saying? He about his business. We gonna we gonna act right in this black dude. It's good to see a black man doing well. But he come out on some ratchet shit. You got a ratchet DJ playing ratchet shit. It's like, well, shit. I'm at home. I feel at home. You see what I'm saying? So I think him as an owner going forward. Needs to conduct and be more professional yeah, and exact more have more people around him in his circle that has more professionalism when it comes to this, so that this won't happen again. I ain't never, you been, know what I'm saying? I ain't never been to. Well, I've been to Breakfast Club. That if people don't know. That's probably one of the blackest kind of one of the first ones. Yeah, the originators of. But I ain't never seen nobody in there twerking. Nope. 
It's a different time. Well, the yeah. yeah, they did. They set the period. They you can breakfast club used to have a live band in there when I used to go. Exactly. They, they had a live band. band. But what if we want to live? My thing is like, why do we have to compromise? Like, if I want to eat some waffles and mimosa and listen to Little Baby, why does that have to be hindered? Because some people, some people don't know how to handle their liquor. Well, go to go go to somewhere, go somewhere where you can listen to Little Baby. No, hold on. That goes back to what he said. That goes back to what he said. When women ain't got no self control, as a woman, if you feel yourself, he said, "No, hold on." Hey, I'm gonna bring it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because he said, he said, do you feel like women women don't have no self control? And I said, Wait a minute. Hold on. But then when you said that, I'm like, Well, we should be able to still go to brunch. And okay, cool. Well, sit there and don't get up and twerk and shake no ass. Like, be more, have more control, have more control, and be like. Nah, I'm going to chill today. I ain't finna show no ass. I ain't finna twerk nothing. I'm going to chill. And that's on how mature you are as a woman and how, because did nobody, they got up on their own. Did nobody say, hey, girl, come on, get up. They heard was, the music. It was like, oh, shit, that's my song. I'm up. Now you should be like. women that was sitting down. Yeah, but, but that's what so I'm saying. So women, certain women don't have self-control. That's a just known fact. Some don't. And I think the women who got up and started twerking, they should have said like, Oh, let me not do this in here. This is a nice restaurant. This is a nice restaurant. Let me not act ignorant in here. That's on the women. That's on the personal. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to make it a man versus woman thing, but right. us men, if it's two, 1 o'clock on a Sunday, we're we passing some fantasy football. So when we hear music, we're not going to get up and like, those set, niggas ain't going to throw sets up and shit like, hell yeah, nigga, let's get it. Baby, we ain't going to do that. Yeah, you vibe to it. But that's what I'm saying. Certain niggas ain't going to go to certain places. To Yo, be right. keeping it real. Right. Certain niggas going to. I've had homeboys. I never get this shit. I was in Alabama. That ain't so proud. <laughs> my cousin, we went to this Italian restaurant. It was regular as fuck. I swear to God, it was regular as bitch. It wasn't nothing famous about this shit. My cousin came. He said, "Man, I don't know where the chicken wings and goddamn fries at." So, <laughs> sir, Nick, I would have never walked in this bitch if y'all wouldn't have brought me in it. Yeah, niggas know, which is not a good thing, but niggas know. Okay, I'm not gonna go here because this is what X, Y, Z women. Especially ratchet motherfuckers, they don't give two shit Hell no. about nothing. They'll go to Olive Garden, let some shit go down. For real, oh, it's like exactly. you can't take. It's like like That's you can't take a motherfucker from the hood and put him in fucking Del Frisco's and expect them to act right. Exactly. Yeah. They had. Hey, wait a waiter. Hey. Hey, come, like, like, bro, hey, like, chill. Thing, like, you, okay. you know Before what I'm saying? Is this? Yeah, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, it's culture. I got shit. one last thing to say, niggas. Everybody, all niggas around the nation, all niggas around the nation, promo. all niggas around the nation, when you go to a restaurant, an upscale restaurant, please, and I'm begging you, please do not order chicken fingers and fries. Please don't. Because we don't go on dates. Please don't. Do not, I repeat. Please don't. Because you not know how bad that shit makes us look. If you want to order chicken wings and fries, go to Chili's. No, what I'm, I'm going to take it a step further. Don't order done? chicken. I feel like, I mean, now I used to be a motherfucker that, before I really started going out to eat a lot, I was a motherfucker that ordered the chicken. Anything that was chicken, cheesesteak factory, cheesecake factory, wherever I went, I want the chicken dish. Give me the the, the, the chicken this, the chicken that. The chi- like, like, we don't know how chicken tastes. Nah, that, it's cool. like... 
you trying chicken different ways at different restaurants, it's still fucking chicken. Like, try expand your, try the motherfucking, uh, try the, the pan-seared, uh, you know what I'm saying? Try some Wagyu shit. Like, try some some different shit. But don't just order chicken everywhere you fucking go. That's the absolute worst. Like, whenever yeah. you having, like, a birthday dinner and you have somebody who ain't never diversified yeah, exactly. their palate. You eat salmon at five different yeah. restaurants. It's still fucking salmon. I don't want lobster. Right. Seafood nasty. Like, you eat the motherfucking right. fish, the same fish. I want chicken. Yeah, chicken strips. Like, what the uh, fuck? Take your ass to McDonald's or some shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> grow up. No, nah, grow up. Like, really, bro. You got, got some shrimp, Alfredo. You got some pasta. What's your chicken pasta looking like? I, I, I'll take that. Like, cool. At least this shit looks good. Some chicken and shrimp pasta. But, nigga, you just, we all eating steaks and shit like that. And just because you don't want to expand your mind with shit, let me get some chicken, shrimp, and fries. Damn. Like, stop that shit, bro. For real, for real. We, gotta, we really got to expand. We got to diversify our mental portfolio point blank here that's true i'm sorry what's up Akira? so last topic um well i don't know is it two or one more because you want we want to get to kelsey's diss truck um i know that's all you can say to that uh kelsey's diss track did you listen to amazing i still i, I i've been man, imagine so he busy. gonna play it tonight yeah, I'm, I'm going to listen to it tonight when I leave. It was garbage. No, he's not going to play this shit at the club. No, no, I'm not going to play it. I'm going to listen to that it. That shit was garbage, but I was hey, listening to what you I'm were saying. I'm going to make it play it. I'm going to tell Hey, I'm going to come to Major. Hey, Major, I'm coming to your job tonight, nigga. Nigga, you ain't coming. Yeah, I am. You ain't coming. Well, I'm not. You ain't coming. He ain't going to let you. He ain't going to let me. No, he ain't coming. He told me he was, he was coming last week. Did he tell me he was coming last week? Oh, he was just charging like a motherfucker. Hey, people, I didn't, I'm not. Oh, that's we had an artist last week. We had an artist last week. That's why. So they. Uh, Light skin Keisha. Ain't hey, no fucking where. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You gonna call that an artist, man? I mean, she came with a DJ. Hey, no, she no, came no, with wait, a DJ. Wait, she wait, performed. <laughs> she Respect performed. black women, okay? Hey, I ain't oh, okay. <laughs> hey, another thing, black women. <laughs> Stop getting these big ass teeth. Oh this shit man! Is embarrassing, bro. Stop them all, they, they don't come in medium and them small. Them bitches is huge. I love light skin Keisha, but her teeth is. Not only that, I don't want to say just her. I'm talking about Gucci, Tori. Like I'm like, Tori, like niggas got black ass lips for smoking weed with white ass, non-stained, super white. Like bro, that shit looks stupid. I got, I got a lot of promos to cut, bro. Dog, that shit look, bro. <laughs> you got these big white porcelain veneers, super white. I don't even know if the bitches can get yellow or get stained. Yo. But nigga, your lips black than a motherfucker. Your face crusty. Your black. You you just look like you about to bite like a motherfucker. Have y'all seen what they look like? Like whenever they shave it down. Like have y'all? Ooh, seen? No, I haven't <laughs> seen that when they shave it. It look like you no. eat people. Like oh, they no. shave it all the way. Everybody's face. Man, I went to I went I was watching Power the other day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was I was watching that shit. I watched Power the other day. Her teeth was just like. Mm. I like, goddamn, stop that shit. Y'all what was she in in power? I don't remember that. She was, just, she was like, uh, she was like a, a student. She was a student, just like the ghetto student, basically. In the new power book, yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. I, I don't remember. Her, I don't remember seeing her in it. She in the, on like the first or second episode. I'm gonna have to go back with the Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and see it. It she good to the motherfucker. Hey. Before we get to your, because I don't want to stay on this, but the Mary J playing the shit out this way. Then the motherfucker, I know. Hey, now, you I, know seen, I, seen, I seen something. I don't watch it like that, but I seen something. I seen a little something. Mary J used to do some little acting on Jimmy. Man, Mary J is a bad she killing this. I'm not going to lie to you. What's hard for me to watch because I never saw the Bobby Brown story, and I saw the New Edition story. But that nigga killing seeing, that shit, too. See, but, but. And watching and we, that and then going back and watching, I'm like, I can't take this nigga Kane serious now. This nigga, Bobby Brown, get your ass. 
I can't take him serious in that role he's playing, but that's all I'm going to say. Can't give niggas drinks. That's all I'm going to say about that. We're going to get to one topic and then get off that bitch for two, three minutes. Man, this is going to be a good-ass podcast. Hey, this is going to be this, 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 this gonna be the best episode. No, I'm not complaining, It's nigga. a lot of, no, I'm not complaining. Let's it's go. a lot of fucking promos and cuts and editing I got to do. What you want to talk about now? All right, look. Kelsey's this track. Oh, yeah, back to that. I'm, okay, I'm gonna keep it short and simple. What did she say? What? Give us some lyrics. What did she say? She uh, said basically. In a, in a, and do, can I do Aries? I do Aries. Is it on Spotify? Nah, I don't think. Oh, so. that shit bullshit. Nah, Spotify. I don't, nah, but but I, just a quick summary. Man, that shit was sorry as hell. It was me summary. It was sorry. It was trash. I knew it was this girl. I, I'm gonna tell you how I met this girl years ago in high school, bro, in Victoria. This girl was never a rapper. Like this, nah, she but I, 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 no. But the thing is, I don't think this was her attempt to be a rapper. I she was trying she to push shit up. No, she was trying to capitalize off the opportunity. A and B. She got her side of the story. That's the best way she can do it, and she make a bag off of it. And that was the only way she could do it. Yeah, it was a terrible way. Terrible. Way it to was. Do it. I mean, I won't say it was the only way she could do it, but I mean that was there her was way. No to do other it. options. Not a tweet. But not a I'm nothing. definitely gonna listen. It was trash, don't get me wrong, but she was saying some shit that kind of made me look at Megan a little funny in the light. That's oh, uh, it's called busting back for people that. And it's short, right? It's like a minute and forty-five yeah. seconds, right? Okay, Yo. I got and the she right made, one. So it was like one bar. Nah, <laughs> she, she, nah, honestly, she was basically just saying like, "Shit, you supposed to be my best friend. You like fuck me over over some dick." Oh, 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 really? Oh, so was Megan your best friend, and you fucked her over to, to sign a NDA, and you didn't want to say shit? Which one is it? Cause I don't know. Because well, listen to Megan, listen to Kelsey. Um, you can say whatever you want to say, but we heard Tory's side, we heard Megan's side, and like I said, you know, I, I'm on Megan's side. I mean, I'm on Tory's side. I heard Tory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Tory's side. It just makes sense. I don't want to get to it. I want to get to it. We talk about it after the podcast. Yes. We are protecting black women and believing. But but yeah, we That's talked about this last yeah, time when you weren't here. Yeah, you weren't here. You weren't here. No, so no, she wasn't here when we talked about it. She wasn't here. Now, when you is, I, I don't know who did it. I don't, I ain't believing him. I'm not believing her. In the middle is somewhere. In the middle is somewhere where the truth is. You got her side. It's his side, and it's somewhere in the middle is the truth. So I'm not, not saying he did or not, but it's too much. It's too much inconclusive evidence to rule in favor of the defendant. Okay. I don't know how that works. I'm asking you a question. So let's just. This is why. This is this is my new favorite. I need to put on a t-shirt. Make it make sense. So this is what I'm gonna say to you. Let's say you're in the car with somebody, right? You, they, they say you get. Oh, hey, I'm going back to this. You get shot twice in the foot. Bow, bow, one in each foot. But you don't have no broken bones, no fractures, or nothing. You just got fragments of a bullet. Why would somebody shoot outside of the car through a window and it and it just it just magically land land on both feet? Cause she didn't get shot in the car. What happened was they say was that the glass, you know what I'm saying, got the feet. But then they said Tori shot outside the car. She was walking and she got back in the car. And that could think about it, when you see the TMZ helicopter when the police come. But I'm but I'm gonna stop you right there. Did he not aim a gun at her? No, I don't think. Did so he not threaten no, her with violence? Where's no, that proof? There was Who no said that? There was no gunpowder on Tori. How they found it. So what happened was that they you could you can easily plant a seed to be like all right. Well, we just talking about black women. And so I, I don't want. I, I don't even want to See, go back to it. Ball. But yeah. listen, I, we can nap this all in the bud, bro. It's like it's too much. We in twenty twenty. Is you watch too many crime shows, crime movies? It's too much technology. It's too much evidence you can find. If a nigga shoot a gun, it's too much evidence that can be on your hand. It's too much evidence that can be like it's too much technology 
to if he really did it, he would have been locked up for attempted murder. You could have threw the book at him or whatever. Like, it's too much technology that forensic can go through to see if he was the one to pull the trigger. And that's what I'm saying. So it's, it's too like, much evidence. It's too much technology that's, that exists. No gunpowder. Exactly. It's too He's much evidence about that. Violence in general, though, towards. But no, okay, we talking about there violence. That's cool, violence here, but we talking about this. There must have been a confrontation, and whether he shot her, whether he he threw a rock at her, whether he told her, "I'm gonna shoot your ass." Well, like either way, the whole we're not saying no way, confrontation. We're we not against either confrontation. Way, you shouldn't have did it. This is a problem with our community. Yeah, yeah we, we, we for that. We for, man, we for black and, man, 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 woman man, and man, man violence. We're just saying in his particular case, in her particular specific case, we don't know if he actually did it. Exactly. So he man, did something to her. He, man, did, he was not man, innocent. Man, 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 man. We're going off of speculation. Speculation. Not that we have seen. We are, well, I can oh, say shit. I am a true. You see this? It's the alcohol. Oh, alcohol. I'm, I'm a, I We're going am off a, trends and what other people say. I am a we true, wasn't there. I am a true believer that there's two, three sides of the story. His side, her side, and, and, the, the, truth. and the truth. So, with that being said, I've seen women lie. I know how this industry works. We all know how this industry right. works. It's a lot of ways this shit can go in real life. We don't know for a fact if this actually happened. We don't have video or nothing. A lot of All we saying is a lot of shit ain't adding up. Exactly. Now, if he did shoot her, he's wrong like a motherfucker. Any altercation, he's wrong like a bitch. But at the same time, if we're just looking at it for what it is, what really happened? The truth. That's what we're trying to find. Do you out. like her album? <laughs> Fuck that. Do you like we're not talking no. about the album. Oh, oh. Kelsey, this straight. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. It was garbage. Thank you. It was garbage. It was garbage. I'm going to listen to it. I mean, shit, the dish I can't, I can't comment and speculate. The dish was garbage? The album was garbage? Hey. <laughs> this is what's wrong with rap music today. This is what's wrong with rap music today. Anybody with some clout can put a, put put up a song, and that's the that is why rap is at an all time low, garbage, exactly. trash. We ain't because making no music. You don't need we dance any skill. To. You just need a story and some clout, and you, and you got a record. See, it's so. the mainstream of rap. So hop over Kelsey. That bullshit, garbage, <laughs> horrible. So let's just switch to um. What another, we at right now? No, it was one more topic. This is quick. Jay Z's birthday today. Hey, that's the, the ghost. I'm gonna tell you today something. is December fourth. Yep, yeah. so it is. So I watch a lot of. I watch a lot of. Uh, what is he doing? No, so, what, bro, why? All right, so listen. It's Jay Z's birthday. You so right? So Jay Z's birthday. You got on a WCW T-shirt with Goldberg. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna make the perfect comparison from all my WWE slash WWF fans out there. The perfect comparison for Jay Z is the Undertaker. Undertaker been in the game for 20 plus years. Jay-Z been in the game for 20 plus years. And they still going. Longevity. Jay-Z, I love Biggie. But goddamn, I mean, you got to just put the records and the, you know what I mean, everything together. Jay-Z's the GOAT. Undertaker, I love The Rock. I love Dwayne The Rock. John, that's my favorite wrestler ever. If you smoke The Rock, it's because I cook and I can say all the goddamn lines. But Undertaker could probably be the GOAT. So I compare those two together. And I know you want to talk about the shit and your, you know, your love for, <laughs> your love for Jay Z. 
Well, yeah, no. <laughs> See, I hate how you like kind of like build this up to make this shit sound like this is my dedication to this. Nigga. Right. That's, but, that's what I was like. Yeah, well, you gotta you about to make nah, a speech. Re- Happy re- birthday, <laughs> man. Hey, man, I fuck with you, that's man. Jay, call me, bro. One thing but, I, wanted, I really wanted to talk about, with just you know, just in general, like I, I love one thing on a positive note. I love the fact that we're at a point as black men and black people, and just in our genre in general, we're able like. Think about the fact that we're able to celebrate what another individual has given to the world in general, mm-hmm. like, and has inspired others. Like, I was listening to a clubhouse. I don't, if, are y'all on clubhouse? You talking about the shit? Okay, y'all need to Explain get on clubhouse. To us what you told when I when I came down. That's clubhouse. Uh, clubhouse is like basically a virtual. It's like a conference. Like a mobile conference. So like people will be on that all different time. ARs, DJs. Anybody you can think of this in the industry at all, and they'll be on Clubhouse talking about the industry, like giving tips and just it's just tell, a, tell me who you was, who you, tell me who you was on the conference. Oh, with. we was on a conference with uh, Just Blaze, uh, goddamn bro, it was someone Clark Kent, Fat Joe, um, Jesus Christ, uh, Bink. Like if you know music and you know like history and things that nature, being on that. Conference call and listening to what the fuck they saying and just the stories that they have is like on a whole nother plateau. You know what I'm saying? It's like fucking Christmas. So it's basically like a group FaceTime, but just for like niggas. Now it wasn't even a FaceTime. It's just a lot of people just in a conference call talking, like having the conversations about whatever. Like some some people use use the Clubhouse app for, for like book clubs and shit like that. Talk about books and shit like that. Like. It's just some a way for people to communicate. It ain't like a, a facial thing. It's not about how you look. It ain't about all of that shit. It ain't about your status. It's about what you bring to the table and you know the advice and things that you can have. But I was on a um, on a conference, uh, like the clubhouse conference, and they were talking. It was like a Jay Z appreciation day because today is his birthday, and like it was just a beautiful thing just seeing black men, mainly black men. End up bigging this man up, like just all right. the stories, and not just about music, but just the man that he is, and the X, Y, and Z. And I, um, Jay Z is close to my heart because he damn near raised me, you know what I'm saying, as far as just from a musical standpoint, and just listening to the things that he was saying back then, and um, and even now, and just the fact that be the fact this nigga damn near 50 something years old, and the motherfucker ain't lost a beat when it comes to music. Straight up. Just like Mike Tyson lost a beat in boxing. True, yeah. true. But uh, I just want to say, man, it's a it's a beautiful thing that we able to uh, celebrate that man's life. I'm, I'm praying that shit, someday we all, well, shit, I'm praying that we all get to celebrate each other's life in the same manner that we did, we do him as well. But it's just a beautiful thing that he was able to do the things that he did in his life. Uh, just from starting with Rockefeller, his journey, uh, coming from uh, shit, the projects to becoming down there one of the, 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 the richest or the best moguls in the, in the world and the inspiration to all, including myself. So, happy birthday, Ho. Uh, Ho. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the goat, the real goat, the for real. The fucking goat. And, and, man, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, certain niggas in the industry, once you meet them, I'm done. No bullshit. It's certain people that I know, that I want to meet. After I meet them motherfuckers, I'm... Yeah. Y'all can I ain't gonna lie, that's lie. <laughs> and he's a fellow Sagittarius. I, hey. No, no. Big Capricorn. Big Cap energy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, we're going to see what's up next month. Hey, look, man. The kill got a pee. <laughs> hey, look, I do got to go. 
gotta feel like a mug. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a mug. Big Leo, August fifth, nineteen ninety-three. You know what I'm talking about? Boy, but out here. Um, Rizzo the Kill podcast. This probably went like two and a half hours. It's a good so one. So if y'all listen to this shit, I swear to God, I give you a shout out on social media because y'all be some real motherfucking fans. Um, Rudy, MC Major. Athena Jones, you gave us some good shit. Yeah. yeah. You got to come back and fuck with us. You got some good shit. You got Rudy mad. So you get Rudy mad. That's how I you wasn't mad. Uh, we could have used some when we was doing, when we was talking about all the, the dating and relationship shit that we had. Hey, hey we, we need to have, have one to. episode. We just talk about relationship shit. Yo. Yeah. Um, all right, money time to hurry up. That's so it. we done. Really, <laughs> kill, man. We out. We out.